Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a For episode four thirty seven, I, I mean four thirty six of the M4G radio, because uh, we already did this once, kinda. If we did it once, <laughs> how did you just get that wrong? That was the joke, John. You know, you know, you're, you're not the authority on jokes. No, that is true. Yeah, so, so eat a dick. Anyway, ah, uh, this is episode four thirty six for July eleventh, two thousand and sixteen. 2016. With us, we have Gamescom. Greetings, programs. We got Drew. Is he, is Hello. he, alive? Is he alive? I'm here. I'm He's here. Alive. He's alive. We got Ryan. Programs, greetings. There you go. <laughs> you got John. Hello. And we have Jay. Buongiorno. Well, I thought you were going to make the joke like right up front. No, no. I'm saving it. So, <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, we did this once, and we thought Drew was dead, and, and Ryan couldn't get in the call. They so, locked me out. Yeah, so nobody move, nobody get hurt. We're going we're gonna to get through this show. I don't even remember what we talked about. I know Jason was talking about Overwatch. So you want to do that yes. again? You want to do that again? Um. Well, I mean, I don't really have much, to say, much more to say than... Well, than nobody that. knows what you said the first time. Okay, um, <laughs> I played uh, I played Overwatch. Oh yeah, uh, this past what, what weeks. level? What level are you? Um, uh, about level eleven or twelve. Oh my so. god, what are you doing? I'm uh, I'm, I'm getting a game here every now and then. Okay, that's, that's I, I have a pop quiz for you as as a Genji main, Jason. Are you are you prepared for this pop quiz? Sure, go ahead. Tell me what Genji says when he uses his ultimate. Is it in Japanese? Because that seems unfair. I, no, I can... You, can, you can say it either in Japanese or give me the English translation and both answers work. I Does he it. say it in English in the game at all? No. Uh, it, if you're on the opposite team, I think he does in English. Okay. Oh, good lord. Dude, I just woke up, so... <laughs> you're not prepared for this quiz. No, I am not. <laughs> he says, attack its weak point for massive damage. There you go. Yep. You got you to kill those crabs, man. Nice. There are a lot of crabs in video games, I've noticed. But uh, what he does say is, Rijin no ken ukrae. I think it's something like, uh, the dragon becomes me. Or something the like dragon that. dragon becomes me. Or I have become the dragon as he pulls out his dragon blade and just starts slicing dudes to death. Both of those could be part, very though. different, depending on uh, whether he is stronger than the dragon. Mm. It really sucks for the dragon. If he yeah. becomes Genji, and Genji's not stronger than him. Nobody's stronger than Bruce Lee. We know this. Sure. The dragon. Or Cisco. Cisco. Oh, yeah. Or Bruce Leroy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Leroy has the power of the glow. So. 
Yeah. The glow. Oh, Jesus. When I say, who's the master? You show enough. Show enough. Show enough. Okay, so you played Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That's pretty that's, that's pretty much it. Um I also want to uh t- talk a little bit about um I was listening to podcasts by uh Kevin Smith called Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> Sounds about that's, right. Yeah, that's the that's the name of the show. Um Okay. And uh you know, it's a it's a podcast where the, it started off about Kevin Smith and uh, his co-host talking about Batman, but then it kind of evolved and turned into uh, a show where they're just basically uh, uh, just just talking about anything that's like you know entertainment and comic book related. And toward the end of one episode, um, I think it was about five or six episodes ago, um, he started talking about podcasting. And, um, and how that it, this, uh, this, cause it was like a stand up thing where he was talking before a, an audience. And, um, this, this woman basically, uh, stood up and said that, uh, like, like a few years earlier than that, her father passed away and that listening to podcasts got her through the, uh, through the grief. And, uh, and then Kevin Smith started talking about how, you know, even though we might not be like superheroes or, you know, stuff like that, that, that what we do on a podcast could actually help somebody who's listening to get them through a tough time. And I thought that was a very interesting thing. So. Goddamn sentimental in the first five minutes of the show. Yes. It's it's true. I mean, we take for granted the things that we listen to. I mean, um, I listen to um, was it Easy Allies podcast nowadays? That's the only one that I listen to. I like those guys. I, I knew some of them from the GT days. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're good group. Good. Yeah. yeah, they're they're good group. And uh, I listen to them. I put them on my phone, and I listen to them when I'm on on the drive. You know, going from location to location, and that helps me out. Like, cause you know, you get bored of listening to music, and that brings me like a little bit of enjoyment in that particular day. Something for me to look forward to, and even that little thing uh, means a lot to to a person to uh, like a day to day life. So, to anyone that listens to the show that maybe feels the same way, whether they're listening to it on the on the drive to work. If we can make it a little less monotonous, you know. Hey, hey! If you're in your car right now, put down the fucking Pokemon Go. Okay, put it down. <laughs> and put your seatbelt on if it's not on already. Yeah, you're driving. <laughs> you're driving. Stop you. it. Stop running over pedestrians. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's a good sentiment, man. We have to remember that uh, the dumb, shitty things that we say here <laughs> actually actually might mean something to somebody. So that's that's cool. Hey, people commented on every week, I, I, and I'm always like, hey, you listened. Mm. I shouldn't have said that, but you listened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exposing myself as an asshole, but you listened. Thank that's, you. That's important. Thank you for listening. I'll try to be a better... No, I won't. I will never try to be a better No, you'll, you'll never try harder. Nah. 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 Alright, so video games. Drew, did you play any video games? Sure did. Oh, he was muted already. He was like, fuck these uh-huh. guys. I don't deal with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I did play some games. What'd you play? I also played Overwatch with Jay. Yeah, we had a good run. That we was did a nice, nice series of games. 
Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying that. Play a lot of uh, Heroes of the Storm as well. Uh, that's pretty much my game I play every day. Uh, what's did they put up a new hero uh, since the last update? They're getting ready to release one. They're releasing Garrosh from uh, oh Warcraft. Warcraft, yeah, the oh, Warlock guy. Yeah. Wait, no, uh, Garrosh is uh the is a warrior. Garish, which one am I thinking of? Garish he's from Hearthstone. He's from Hearthstone. Yeah, he's the warrior. Are you, are you talking about Gul'dan? Gul'dan, that's it. Yes, Gul'dan. Gul'dan, that's the warlock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gul'dan's coming. Um, he looks kind of cool. Uh, I, I watched a video on him. Um, but I'm still like I've kind of come to the conclusion that I really like Vala a lot. Like that's that's my main character. I mean, she's vanilla as hell, but she's so effective. She's she's fucking like that's the thing is like she's one of the easiest characters to play as, but she's still so effective. Yeah, especially if you can get the drop on somebody, dude, they're screwed. And I'm I'm doing really well. I um I tried out. So they've always had the whole ranked league stuff that you can do, and then you can't do that until you get at least fifteen heroes to level five or higher. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't done that, but they released an update where they have, you can do kind of like unranked league. So it's basically like league play, but it's not ranked. And that one feels a lot like how Dota 2 was whenever me and you used to play, um, where you, you basically, you don't choose from a pool of characters. You basically say, I don't want this character on the other team. And then they choose a character that we can't use. So it's yeah, like it's a back and up. forth. It's like a band phase, it's called, yeah. Yeah, and they do that. Uh, I did that once, and man, that's like a whole other level. It's like picking a jury. Yeah. No, no, those guys are like hardcore. So are like, jury. You, you act like the justice system is not a hardcore institution. I'm saying that the players <laughs> are hardcore. Um, because I, uh, I, I kind of stuck. I, I did Lily. Um, because the other team didn't have a healer, and they're saying the people on my team were like, "Please, somebody take a t- call a healer." And I was like, oh, "I'll, I'll pick Lily." And man, it like it, 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 fucking map objectives don't matter in that shit because they just like straight up, all right, we're team killing everything. Let's go right now. And I'm just like, "Oh God, this is like not what I'm used to in this game." You get and, that. You get that in every game. We we were playing Battlefront the other night, and I literally. Nobody was doing objectives. That seems like a really bad way to play. It is, and like you, you get those, you get those people, and then like you see in Battlefront, kill count don't mean shit. It never has. Yeah. And then you know we would play these matches, and we get to the end, and you look at the scoreboard, and there's like these three assholes right at the top of the list with like seventy kills apiece, and I'm like, that wasn't the point of the match. The point of the match was to take over the objective to take down the walker. It wasn't to kill people well i mean that's how i kind of feel with heroes but in this one it's kind of effective like when you've got all five team members going through a lane they're just gonna murder everything through that lane like the first like five minutes of the game was kind of like you know killing the mobs and, and trying to push a lane but after about the first five or ten minutes everybody was like okay everybody form up on me we're going straight for it and i'm just like jesus and it was just a it was constant team battles and i was like i don't know if i can do this you know i was like i like i'm i'm used to standard heroes of the storm play and these guys were just like all right we're, we're going now that's a that's a very all in strategy because let's say if by some chance you get you get flanked and you lose a team fight, 
you basically lose the game 100%. Because the other team at that point were getting experience from the other lanes that you guys weren't. That means they're actually higher level than you. So they have to be, be stronger when they attack you. And if, if, you, if you actually get attacked from the side... Are gonna get. Let's say you lose your healer, get it, get him assassinated immediately, which can be very, very doable easily uh, when you get hit from the back. Then you lose the healer, and all of a sudden you're at a huge disadvantage. You you lose you lose the team fight. All of your guys are dead. They get massive experience bonuses, and they just snowball the way to victory. So that will work in a pub game when people are not as organized on the other side of the team uh, to counter that kind of thing. So I don't think that will work. That's why people don't do that at high level. Well, the thing is, is that these guys, the other team was doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it so was like they, they yeah, got baited like, into playing the same game, more or less. Both, both, yeah, yeah, both teams were basically just like just like fucking mobbing, and I was like, well, I don't know, I don't play this game like that, so I didn't know how to even adjust to it. And like, I don't know, everybody, then, you know, they're taking it serious and everybody's like, Lily, you fucking suck. I'm like, well, dude, this is my first fucking match of this ever. And you guys are not playing the conventional way. Oh, the, the glory of, of lovely team chatter. I've heard Overwatch's competitive mode is hitting that a little bit. Oh, I've actually had really good experience with the create, uh, competitive match as far as team chatter goes. I've never seen. Anyone like blaming the other guy when they when they lose and stuff like that? Well, it's generally like good game, well play kind of thing. Yeah, but you don't suck at the game. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's why I've kind of avoided the competitive play in, in Overwatch, is because I just don't want to. I can't start it yet. Oh, you're not. I, I have not hit twenty five. Yeah. Oh. I um I just haven't touched. I saw it twice, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't. Just... I don't plan on doing it. In fact, I'm excited that it's there because that means you know all the serious motherfuckers are going to be in there. Yeah, quick play has become a lot less. Um, it's competitive become, for lack of better. It's purpose. become more scrubby, and that's where I need to be. <laughs> that's where you belong. That's where I belong. I've never. I have never been under any delusion that I am a competitive player. Uh, did the they put out league. the patch for the PS4 version with the Torp nerf? I don't know. Hmm. I, I'm on Xbox One, but I haven't played it, so. Oh, I meant I meant console versions. Yeah, I think it's out. I'm pretty sure it is because the patch notes were specific. Like this is PC change. This is a console change. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll be interested to see if if Torbjorn is uh has been nerfed enough. I mean, they they nerfed his damage to like half. That's it needed that because once he got that thing leveled up, there was no getting in that base on console. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Hmm. But yeah, uh, playing some heroes. Um, still playing Monster Hunter Generations. Oh, dude, I can't wait to get in there with nice. you. Man. Still can't talk am, about it, right? No. Uh, I, I can say that I am about um, halfway through all the level th- or the three star quests, so nice. I'm close to I'm close to the four star stuff. Sweet. Um, there is no G rank in this game. Uh, there's no G rank quests or anything like that. I don't know how they're going to handle the end game stuff in here. Well, when when you get there, you'll find out because there is always an end game. There's never been a Monster Hunter game without end game. It'd be a, yeah. a, a freak of nature, or so. It's probably called and, something else, is what it is. I, I have no idea, um, but I, I just know that um, from reading a few things and and seeing 
like going into the online but not actually looking. That I don't see any type of G rank at all. So I don't know what they're going to do as far as you know later stuff. I know that there are four main big monsters. You know, like how usually most um, monster hunters they have one big monster, the big featured monster. Uh, this one has four. So four brand brand new ones. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's good. So, um, but I have yet to run into any of those. Is there but, at uh, least a G, 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 G unit? Sure. Apparently, you did not get that joke, but that's fine. I, I, I get, I get the joke. I, 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 I don't. You're know not what funny, they're... is what you're saying. Yeah, you're not funny. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I still love uh, it. I'm still, yeah, I'm still playing that. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. Oh no, I talked about it. Okay. Oh, oh no, no. we got Blacklisted. We're dead to Capcom now. Where's, where's my? Yep. I got to make a note on that timestamp. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put one of those really loud like sensors like beep. Nah. Just, just put a random Matthew McConaughey quote in there. <laughs> there you go. Look at no one will even know the difference that it's not true. I'm playing Monster Hunter. Look at my abs. Yeah, something like that. Oh, uh, but I'm also I'm also playing another game. One more game for review. Um, that is Romance of the Three Kingdoms 13. <laughs> I do not envy you, my friend. It's the longest running robot series ever. Yeah. It's um, a romance. So I had never played these games before. I've known about them, though. I thought you had um, played at least one. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know The hesitation there. But, uh, you know... The game does all right. So there, there is the main mode, which I have not played yet. Oh, um, there, there, there is a kind of like a story mode that you can do, which basically serves as this really, really long tutorial. Um, and it, it does a decent job of showing you how to play the game. The problem is, in order to play the game, you have to know about twenty-eight million things. <laughs> And how to get to them and when to do them and stuff like that. Um, which, you know what? Whatever. There's a lot of mechanics. This is a strategy game. It's a real time strategy game. Well, I wouldn't even say it's real. I guess it is real time, but you can pause it at any time you want to. Is it like Kessen? Do you remember Kessen? I don't know Kessen. Kessen was a PS, PS2 launch game. Yep. Okay. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a very complex game. Uh, I've played probably about six scenarios in the story mode. Um, and, uh, the, you know, it tells the story of the, the Yellow Turban Rebellion. <laughs> How, do we and, not know this story by now? Uh, well, the thing is, is like... The, the, it's always the, the Yellow Turban Rebellion. But the Yellow Turban Rebellion only lasts like the first mission. Yeah. Like you, you stomp out the Yellow Turban. That, and now it's all about the powers to be rising up. And all the kingdoms and stuff like that. Um, but the the biggest issue I do have with this game, and it's already out now, so I can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it came out Tuesday. Um, is that the the game's frame rate is god fucking awful. Oh, wow, really? I, I'm talking like when you're in a battle, you normally just look at icons, right? Yeah. But you can zoom in at any time. And when you zoom in... 
it's kind of like a full-scale war. You, They have mock character models and stuff like that running around. Tons of horses and guys and stuff like that fighting. Oh, my God, dude. When you move units, that game slows down to a fucking crawl. When was the last romance game? I'm, I need to look this up because this is the first one on PS4. It's the first one on PS4. We didn't get any on PS3. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I I want to say it's been at least ten years. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, I got a text message. I hear that. I was gonna say, what was that? That wow. was a legendary loot drop. Yeah, Diablo legendary loot drop. Yep. So, Romance of the Three Kingdoms 12, 12, 12. Where was twelve? I don't see. I see nine. I see eleven. There's thirteen. There was no 12. Uh, clearly, they must have skipped that Yellow Turban Rebellion. I, wow. I don't see 12. This is crazy. I see 11 and 13. They were both on When PC. was 11? 11 was... Let's pull this up. September 9th, 2008. Mm-hmm. was on PS2 and PC. Was there really not a 12? There has to be a 12. That's. It's not listed at all on this list of games. And I see it all the way back to the first one, which was on the Amiga. Yeah, this is a really long-running series. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe it didn't come out in the U.S. or something? I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think it did. Probably not. I don't see how people would be really excited in the States for this particular series. Hey, well, they made 13 on the PS4 because, fuck it, it's the PS4, right? Uh, <sighs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe the, the PS3 couldn't handle it. I wonder if the PC version runs any better. I don't know, well, but I know that the I, PC version. I would hope so. Well, let's let's remember not everybody makes great ports to PC. Well, I'll put it this way: if you look at the Steam page, um, there's a lot of user reviews that are not good. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, it's very buggy on PC. No, well, that's that happens a lot. Oh uh, no, this really hype. Ex- Exciting game that I've been looking forward to for years is is not great. Oh no! We gave more time to this Shame. game than probably most people did. Shame. This is true. Um, my my, but the the thing, the problem is, is that when you're doing a battle, you're supposed to be micromanaging some of your units and stuff like that. You know, activating special powers for your, you know, like Lubu and stuff. <laughs> I knew Lubu was coming. I knew it. Because Lubu's a fucking badass. Lubu is, is, he's just... And those eyebrows, man. Well, you know. He's, he is the badass. But yeah, um, you know, you have to, but you know, you're moving units around, you know, you, you can tell one company to go to the side and the other company kind of do a pincer attack, stuff like that. Um, and when you're trying to micromanage this stuff and the game is slowing down to like, 10 frames a second, Oof. it's kind of hard to do that. So I would imagine like, it becomes difficult. When's the Digital like, Foundry article coming out for this game? I highly <laughs> doubt there will be one. Um, I, I'm, I'm so tempted to just like stream this just to show, like, it just put a video out there. I was just showing how bad the frame rate is in this game. I, um, don't you get like a headache playing when the, the frame rate drops that low? Depends on, it depends on the game. You'd think, but in this one, it's like I can't move my cursor to where I want to. 
you know, because yeah. it, it's because it's basically like a PC game where I'm using the controller to move a cursor. Around. It sounds it sounds borderline unplayable, is the way you're describing it to me. It, I, like the thing is, all the battles I've done so far haven't taken that much ability to beat. I have a feeling in the later battles where I actually have to use strategy, it may very well be impossible to play it's, this game. It's right there in the in the description of the game, strategy. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna keep playing some more, but man, I I, I just want to like just jump in, but I I don't think I've learned everything yet. That's my problem. Wow, those games are those games are a little crazy. Yeah. What's what's really crazy is that there's like – so it's a lot about politics and stuff. And um, you have – you can do like skill battles with people and it's so ridiculous. So yeah, when you're out on the field, you're, you're, you know, you're in a big fight and somebody challenges one of your generals to a duel, right? I challenge you to a duel. So you have like a – kind of like a rock, paper, scissors thing where you'll choose do you want to attack, you want to knock off – you want to, you know, it's like all these different things that you can do. And, you know, if you attack, then it, it kind of beats what they may have chosen. So you have to choose what you think they may choose. Uh, and it makes sense in a battle, you know, when you're fighting something. But then there are also those where you have to debate people. And it's basically two people standing in a room. And it's kind of like, uh, like a little bit like, um, Phoenix Wright, where you have to debate with somebody. Objection. And you're like, you're like in this heated debate and you have to like assert yourself and it negates, you know, somebody uh, basically making fun of you or something like that. You know, it's it's so weird. It's so goofy. But they, they lock up like two generals and they're talking, they're like laying down your mama jokes. Is that what's going on? That I mean, it's, kind it, of awesome. that would be a better game, I think. Uh, yeah. But um, no, it's I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know what to think of this game yet. Uh, that's that's my problem. Your mom was so easy. She slept with the entire Yellow Turban Rebellion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. Right. Well, I'm sorry. I think that's it. I'm sorry, too. I you know <laughs> you, you did this to him, Ken. Are you happy with yourself? Everybody blames me. I'm like I'm just fucking handing out free games. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> like they have those strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything yeah, that's else? It. That's it for me. I think. Okay. All right. Uh, John, do you want to talk about some Ooh. games? No, I can talk about a few if you want. I like I like how every time you haven't talked in a while and you start talking, your your quality goes from shit to good in a few seconds. Yeah, that's me. Shit to good in a few seconds. My See, friend. there you go. Now he's good. All right. It's like you got. It's like you got to get wound up or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just got to wind my dial up up. Uh, um, uh, what have I played? So I've I'm now twenty, almost twenty five hours deep in uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Um, there's thrown a few surprises out, some extra stuff. So uh, a couple of cool things. Um, instead of having to go through the dungeons in order to level up, they've kind of introduced this system where you can just go into an arena and battle uh so you know five rounds of enemies earning xp as you go which is pretty cool because i've got to a point in the game where it's thrown a side mission at me that's way 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 above my current level and i'm already maybe four or five levels above 
where the story's at. So I'm kind of above that level, but the side mission is is way too hard. So I'm now kind of grinding in this arena area, which is quite cool. Uh, they've also introduced um, this new form uh, change, form change. So once you've got a particular performer, and they only drop every so often, and if your mirage is powerful enough, you can convert them into like a, a beefed up version of their uh, their mirage, so it gives you extra stats, which is pretty cool. When it happens, um, does it does it blur out Stan Stan Bush's the touch? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> Fucking it's... missed opportunity right there. <laughs> yep, um, it's Japanese, so no. Uh, hey, so was the Transformers movie? Yeah, uh, that's true. Which is uh, which is making its Blu-ray debut in uh, September. Yeah, yeah, you're quite pleased about that, aren't you? Oh, I'm fucking stoked about that. That movie is so good. I've never seen it. What? What? Okay, okay, you know, I'm I'm kicking you off the podcast right now. You go watch it right now. That's not true. I have watched it, but I was about 10, so it was 30 years ago. You should watch it once a year till all are one. (laughs) Till all are one. I tell you what, I promise, I promise you. That as soon as it comes out on Blu-ray, I will go and pirate it and watch it, right? No. <laughs> I refuse to allow you to be a cheap-ass Brit on this one. You go pay for it. <laughs> I will go and buy it, I It promise. deserves all the monies. Okay, I promise I'll go and buy it, and I will watch it think of you. Oh, it's so good. Um, so, yeah, you got that, and... Uh, I mean, it just boosts some stats and gives them a slight visual overhaul, gives them some like extra cool armor bits. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and I've also got to a point where uh, the sessions are now getting longer. So I don't know if anyone can remember from last week. A session basically is where uh, you're using a character to make an attack, maybe an ele- uh, electric attack or a fire attack. And because of the stats of the other characters, they can then jump in with three moves and it creates a session. Well, originally, the most you can have is the three players that you are controlling in the battle. But now, you've got extra players coming in, because I've opened up the roster a bit. I've now got, I think, about six cast members, and they're now starting to get in on the act as well, even if you're not playing, uh, if they're not in your party at the time. So it's pretty good for doing some excellent damage against certain enemies. Uh, it doesn't happen every time. It has to be lined up correctly. You know, your, your skills will have to be aligned for it to happen. It's pretty cool. Um, but this thing is it's, it's going to take me a while. This thing is, I mean, I've played pretty much most of yesterday I played this game. I'm currently... Um, I'll say about 24, 25 hours in, and I'm only at the intermission of uh, chapter three. Um, it will be interesting to see how many chapters it does have. I don't know if someone can Google that, because I don't know a computer, because that will be quite interesting to find out. Um, uh, and I'm only sort of level 35, and the stats from the characters are not even kind of halfway yet, so... It, 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 am I the only idiot that just realized that Tokyo Mirage Sessions acronym is SMT backwards? I never noticed that. Shin, but then again... Shin Megami Tensei? Yeah. Um, but then again, I didn't know the FE stood for Fire Emblem until last week. Oh my god. Okay, I at least knew that. I, did, I, did, I just <laughs> never put together that Tokyo Mirage Sessions was SMT backwards. Uh. Yeah, that's no, I didn't, and I've been playing it a lot. There you go. That's the that's the FedEx logo era 
arrow. Man, uh, the first time the first time I saw that, I was like mind blown. <laughs> it's like the Amazon logo too, right? Yep. It's got the tick. No, and the happy face. No, it's got the arrow pointing from A to Z. Yep. Oh, okay. Because they have everything you need from A to Z. That's right. It's fucking brilliant, man. Marketing people, it's, man. Hey, yeah, what marketing? Those logos, man. They 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 cost like the really high profile logos and designers. Their their commission prices are something ridiculous in the millions sometimes, but it's worth it. Yeah. When you when you're that big of a company and when you get that good of a logo, it's, it's a big deal. Yep. So I'm I'm really enjoying uh, Tokyo. It's so so good. Um, what else have I played this week? I have played a little bit of Red Dead. Make sure it run okay. Runs fine for me. I think you have trouble. With it I I am trying to figure out if it's this god. I am opting out of betas from now on. It, I'm in the bay, uh, and it doesn't seem to be causing me issues. But then, it, who knows? At I, this I point. just don't know because I, I know it has to be me because nobody else is having a problem with Red Dead. No, no, it's, it's running like a dream. When I play it, like when I turn the camera, it stutters. Oh uh, no! The, I mean, it's it is honestly running like a dream for me. <sighs> Goddamn Xbox. <laughs> When, when's that? When's that PC version of Red Dead coming out? Never. Yeah, that's, that's soon. I'm sure. Um, I mean, that's. I mean, it's a game everyone's been waiting for. They coincided it with the the ultimate game sale, where it is incredibly dirt cheap now. If you, it's actually. You it, well, it's, it's funny because it's more expensive than it was uh, about a month ago. Oh really? It I was, bought it when it was a fiver. Yeah, it was. It. it was five bucks about a month ago, and I mean, a bunch of people bought it because they knew it was coming. But then they mm. put it on sale this week, and it's seven fifty. Well, I still it's no, still it's still it's still an amazing yeah. price. I'm not arguing that, but it's still kind of shady. Like, hey, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, I played a little bit of Lost Seas. The game's all right. Um, yeah, it seems okay. Yeah, it's okay um, for a roguelike. I haven't really delved too much into it, um, but it seems okay. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know how far I get on with it. A lot of the reviews I've read were similar to ours, where it seems repetitive, yeah. uh, but enjoyable for the t- you know for the short amount of time you play it. I'll see how I get on. I'm, I'm sure it'll kill. Um, what else have I played? Uh, oh God, I'm having a brain. Oh, it? Division. Oh, never mind. What was you going to say? I was going to say Dex. Oh yes, yeah, so very briefly, just because obviously you've had issues with it and put it out on Twitter, I thought I'd, I'll give it a shot. Um, it definitely does not play as well as it did on PC. That's so um, weird. It's, I mean, the game isn't technically, yeah, it's demanding. Not, it's not like, like it's got a cool look. I, I like the look of it, but man, them controls and that frame rate. I'm like, why are you having issues? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the controls aren't exactly intuitive. I don't think they've really picked a very good... I mean, having the Y button is... Yeah, that's weird. Around. And, it, and it, like, if you want a, a comparison for control, think of, like, the original Prince of Persia or, like, a flashback or Out of This World where, like, you have to be lined up with the ledge to jump up to the ledge and grab... It's weird. Mm, uh, yeah, that was also annoying. Is That, um, that is quite off, I think. Yeah. It doesn't. It's yeah. I, I do not like that part. I mean, I was constantly 
jumping up, trying to uh, catch ledges. And I was like, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why are you, uh, why are you being an ass about this? And that was frightening frustrating. But the frame rate thing is so noticeable. Um, and again, for a, a title, it shouldn't be technically demanding. It seems a bit weird. Yeah, but, you I know. wonder if it's running in Unity, because Unity seems to be the bane of consoles right now. Yeah. yeah it's The thing is, it's the easiest... It's the easiest and the cheapest, yeah. Yeah, but it is also... <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, it produces issues. Not all the time, but sometime. Um, so that's um, not great, but we'll see. I'll... Um, I like the game. I just wish it didn't kind of run and play like garbage sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, I played it a bit on PC. Um, that's why I was kind of keen to try it out on the Xbox and uh, see how it fared. But, it, yeah, it, it doesn't seem as good. No, not smooth. So, um, so there's that. Uh, but, yeah, I played some more Division. Uh, trying to get back into it with some friends, so we kind of blow the dust off uh, before the start of next month. Where Ooh, it's so the, uh, good. the underground. Well, I was chatting to my. I say I play with three other guys, and we kind of regular. We when it came out, we put sunk a load of time in it, in it together. Um, but we've all dropped off. You know, other games have come out, and oh, yeah. we've done through a lot. Of course, you do. You know. Um, so we were on last night, and like one of them was like, "I don't know whether I'm." the underground is going to get me back into one. I said, well, yeah, I've heard from people on uh, playing on the Xbox that the underground actually is really good. It's got some really good cool bits apart from the odd um, extra currency. That's a bit of a pain, but uh, that, you know, it's recommended. Um, so the interest is waning there for them. Hopefully it'll be that good that it fix them back up and we get stuck in again. I don't really want to have to deal with another type of currency, but, I, I would the, also the, like cool loot. What's weird about the currency in this is that it's used for the modifiers. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Like you don't really use it to buy gear. You still use Phoenix credits to buy gear in the underground. So what's the modifiers? What you mean like the So the way the, the underground works is there are three kinds of missions. There's a, fa- a one phase, a two phase and a three phase mission. You don't unlock the two and three phase till you get to like level 20. Yeah. Um, and the Does missions, it have its own leveling system? Yes, it has its own yes. leveling system, and oh, each time, God. each time, well, it's not necessary. Again, these are all just so the missions are totally randomly generated. So you'll start a mission, and you won't know what you're going to do. Sometimes you might go in and kill some cleaners. Sometimes you might go in and collect some some data. Sometimes you might go in and you're timed. It's all completely random. No mission mm. is the same twice in a row. Um. And they have these modifiers. Think of them like Halo Skulls. So, like, as you level up, you unlock these modifiers that will do things like, oh, this gets rid of the mini-map. Oh, this one changes the way your skills cool down. Um, uh, I've only unlocked two. I'm a level 12 in the underground. And you, the currency you earn is called, was it Underground Intel, I think is what it's called? Um, directive Intel. Directive Intel. So you use that to turn on the modifiers, and when you turn on the modifiers, you get better loot, and you and get more, more experience. Yeah, experience. So why have they decided to go with a separate experience as opposed to raising the level cap on the 30 that you've already got? Well, I think that the developers are probably having a hard time with the level cap because there's nothing else to unlock. You already have all the perks, you have all the skills, you have all of that mm. stuff. So now everything is based on your gear. 
Yeah. And the gear sets in the underground are fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm st- I've got about I I again played some last night and we were doing the um the daily and the you know the daily intel missions things uh, whatever they're called the high value targets high value target stuff yeah we're doing the daily so we can uh, you know because you you do those and you're guaranteed kind of gold and then you can use those intel to do a a, a weekly and like you know gives you a good bit of gear at the end as well um one it wasn't guaranteeing me anything even bosses wouldn't drop i was there's something wrong with my game because it was like uh we'd drop a a boss they'd all get green and gold and i'd get nothing no loot at all um but when i was getting green i was getting like it's it's a pain because i've got like two or three items of each of the different types because there's now about what eight nine different classes of gear and it's like, I can't even collect those. I don't want more. I just want to be able to collect a set that I'm kind of comfortable with that suits my play style. I've it's collected, really difficult. I've collected a lot of sets in the underground because the underground's great because you will get a guaranteed drop from the boss. Yep. You will get at least one box at the end of the match that has a high end in it. And you will also sometimes find a box in the mission. And uh, another thing we forgot, uh, when you level up in the underground, yeah. you get an underground cash, which is a guaranteed high end. Hmm. So you get a lot of loot in the underground for missions that take, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, mm. I like, I, the great thing, one of the, one of the things that gets me excited is whenever I level up in the underground, I get that cash that I can open. Yeah. And when you hold down the button... Sometimes it'll turn green. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, that's a set piece. And then I'm like, oh, and then it shows me what it rolled. I'm not like, dude, no, that's, that's the best thing to happen to the division. Period. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Like I took, so just for example, um, Killer Wolverine is our fourth person in our group and we were trying to set up to do an incursion. His gear score was like 130. Like wow. he hadn't played it a lot, I took right. him on two straight nights of runs in the underground. He's now two oh five. That's higher than me. That's higher than me. Yeah, two nights. Okay. Well, uh, that sounds. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll certainly looking forward to. It. I really enjoyed the division. Um, bugs aside, uh, which I still. I wish I'd concentrate on fixing those. There's still uh, not game breaking ones in there. Still frustrating ones in there, but. I'm looking forward to some new content. So fingers crossed, it's cool. Yeah, it's nice because it's you know it's a different area. Yeah, yeah. Finally, <laughs> which is always good. Um, uh, that's pretty much most of what I've played. I think off the top of my head. Okay, uh, Wombat. All right. So I haven't played much. All right. Because that's that's the general that's the general token for me. That's your that's your shtick, right? That's my shtick is that I don't play much. (laughs) Um, I did play um, a decent amount of uh, Elite Dangerous Horizons. Some more. Um, I had my first space station to planet side to different planet side base mission, uh, which was freaking awesome. Um, So I picked up a mission at this space station to investigate um, a, to basically uh, find these parts from a missing, uh, uh, a missing spaceship. And uh, all it gives you is 
here's um, here's the system we think it's in. So uh, you fly to the system that they think it's in, and at that point it's on you to kind of find it. So you got to scan these um, unknown signal sources to figure out if it's what you're looking for. So scanning unknown sig- signal sources directs me to this planet in the system. So now I have to land on this planet. Um, I have to I have to sort of fly over the surface of the planet until I find um, where it's trying to get me to go, and it turns out to be a crash site. So now I have to land outside the crash site, get in my surface vehicle, drive over to the crash site, pick up the stuff that it wants me to pick up, drive it back to my ship, um, get off the planet, so escape the atmosphere, and then get it back to um, a different planet where I have to land and uh, drop it off. Um, but all through that, um, so there, there are options. You can take multiple missions at a time. You're not stuck on one mission at a time. It's very MMO-like in that sense where if you know you're going to some place, you can pick up a couple missions that take you to that place and um, uh, do them both at the same time. So one of the missions that was available to me was to smuggle some illegal goods um, and I thought about taking it, but you got to be real careful because if you get scanned by a Federation ship and you're carrying illegal goods, they'll just shoot you down. <laughs> uh, like they'll open fire on you. Um, I thought about taking it and I'm like, nah, I really want to try and get this other mission done and I don't want to have to worry about avoiding the Federation ships. Um, cause if you're smuggling in the game, every major spaceport has Federation ships around it that you get scanned by as you're approaching the station. So if you're smuggling goods into a space station, you essentially have to line up um, close enough to the station to request docking, but but far enough away so that you can't get scanned by the, the patrol ships. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You gotta, and then you, what you got to do is you got to fire up your engines with enough speed to get you to the space station. You got to line up with where you need to enter the space station, fire off your boosters, and then turn everything off <laughs> um, so that they don't even see you. That's right? so impossible using, to do, though. <laughs> it's tough. So they're, they're using heat signatures to determine if you're there or not. So you got to shut off everything in your ship well one of the things you shut off is your heat sinks so the temperature in your ship starts rising so you got to make sure you have enough speed to get to the space station before your heat rises up too much but not so much speed that you can't even manage to get in the station in the first place uh it's crazy so i'm like i don't really want to risk all that when i'm trying to accomplish this other mission at the same time good thing i didn't because when I show up at the planet that the, the wreckage is on, there are six Federation ships <laughs> just floating around it, scanning everything that comes close. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad I didn't try to smuggle tobacco here because I just got blown out of the sky in two seconds with, with yeah. no option to continue. Um, but it would, that kind of stuff is what makes that game amazing, that I can start at one, um, you know, one space station end up on a planet 20 light years away from it, so two, three jumps at least, get what I need, and then take two, three jumps back to a different planet to drop it off. 
Um, and I can, you know, pick up missions at that planet if I want to and just kind of bounce around the galaxy. Um, that that kind of stuff makes that game amazing. The only problem is it's not good for somebody like me that doesn't have a whole lot of time at any given time to invest in a game. Yeah. Because that one mission took me an hour and a half. Um, yeah, plot, so, just, just plotting how you want to go can yep. take forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then jumping from one place to the other. See, so it's not just like, oh, you jump to a, a, a area. It ain't like just, dusting crops, boy. No. no yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's not fast travel in the no. a sense that you're thinking of. Because even if you jump to a galaxy, you still gotta you still gotta fly to the spot in the galaxy that you're going to. Yeah. And uh, that can take twenty minutes. <laughs> it could, yep. So uh and the whole time if you're carrying so once I picked up the stuff I needed to carry now all of a sudden I got pirates trying to get it from me. So they'll try and interdict you out of faster than light travel. They'll try and pull you out of it. And so you've got to do all your clever dogfighting moves to get out of the interdiction. Or if they pull you out, now you got to either kill them or you got to survive long enough, long enough for your jump drive to come back online. How did they not? It's, how did they not talk to like Disney and and just license this, make it a hot solo game? I have no idea. <laughs> they, that just, that just sounds like pure money. I mean, yeah. Elite is a is a property. It's based on books. Yeah, I know. I yeah. just I just wonder why they didn't get together and and, and make a hot solo because I think this game would be a lot more popular if it had like a big name on it. Yeah, the my only concern would be in the in the name of popularity. Um, they'd have to dumb it down a lot. Yeah, yeah. you got yeah. to really love space sims to get into this game. Because mm-hmm. if if you don't if you don't love space sims, man, it's going to be tough to get into. Because yeah. uh, it's just landing in a space station. <laughs> it's impossible sometimes, right? It's not a guarantee because some of the space stations uh, you have to land on the outside. Those are a little bit easier. Yeah. The ones you got to land on the inside, they have a slot, right? <laughs> that sometimes isn't much bigger than your ship. Yeah. Um, and you're timed. Yeah, you're timed. Because when you ask, uh, hey, for permission, they're like, okay, you got five minutes to land. Okay. Um, yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> and, uh, and if you, if you try to stop, like if you try to stop to line up, the, the, the Federation ships will say, hey, you need to move. You're loitering. There's other ships trying to come in here. You need to get in there. So you gotta you gotta navigate this slot, and then once you're in there, you gotta land the thing, right? So and you gotta, you gotta find your sure landing spot too, right. and that's almost you gotta impossible. find your landing pad because there's an assigned landing pad. Um, you gotta make sure your speed's right. You gotta make sure your landing gear's down. Um, it's not it's not um, it's not a, a sure thing. And what's funny is on the Xbox One controller. You turn your landing gear on by holding down the B button and pressing down on the D-pad. Um, well, the B button is also the boost button. <laughs> so the other day I was trying to land, and I'm coming up on the uh, this uh, the like control tower, and I'm coming in pretty slow, and I go to hit the button, and instinctually I just barely tap the B button instead of holding it, and I just zoom forward. And slam my uh, spaceship into the control tower. Uh, luckily, it didn't blow me up because I've got pretty good shields. But uh, it was a jolt for sure. But that game is just—it's amazing, um, yeah, and it kind of relies fantastic. on you to create your own um, 
you you decide what you want to do. You want to yeah. be a smuggler, be a smuggler. You want to you want to just trade. Um, you can make good money doing that. So if I take a mission to go to a specific galaxy, I'm always going to try and fill up my cargo holds with stuff I know that galaxy needs because I can sell it off for more than I paid for it. Um, and I yeah. can make a lot of money that way too. Because um, that's, what, that's what I want for my video game, a job. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what I did. You know, I, I just became, because that was the safest route. Yep. Was just taking small missions where they want you to, to take stuff somewhere. I buy like a bunch of, I don't know, like you said, tobacco or, or something like that, whatever commodity they have, and then take it to the next system and then yep. sell it there for a higher price. Then all of a sudden I've got enough money to get me a better ship. Yep. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. If you want to be, I mean, if you want this to be Space Trucker the game, um, it can be Space Trucker the game, right? If you want, if you just want to take cargo from one system to the next, you could spend hours and hours doing so and make a pretty good living because then you upgrade to a ship that's specifically made to haul cargo and you can haul more. So anyway, it's... It's a very complicated game, but man, is it a blast. Yeah, and, that's great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to finding a um, – I know I know PSVR is doing like virtual reality headset test sites. Um, I'm really looking forward to finding one so I can make sure that virtual reality actually works for me with my broke-ass brain. Um and because if it does, that game in virtual reality, I would imagine, is amazing. Is, uh, I think Elite is was it compatible with Oculus, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's built for Oculus on uh, PC. Is that, did uh, they get a like license? Did they get a license to? Because Elite was supposed to come to the PS4, but it never did. I don't. I don't think it did. Uh, or I don't. Th- I don't think that. I don't know that it is still supposed to come to the PS4. Um, so I mean, your your best bet would be that. Once you get VSR, uh, VR headsets that work with the uh, Xbox One, that it yeah, works on you'll, that. You'll have to buy the Scorpio for that. I know. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about Scorpio. Right? <laughs> uh, first, I mean, first things first. Like I said, I, I got to make sure that you got to make sure it actually works. works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the uh, uh, but if it does, man, it's going to be tempting. Yeah, I think Eve is the game that's coming to PSVR, but it's not. It's, yeah, and Eve's not Eve's just not the same. You don't have the same kind of agency over your ship in yeah. Eve. Well, the the uh, version that's coming to PS VR is just like a versus game. It's not like full on Eve. Right. So, but anyway, um, that's that's most of what I played. Um, other than that, I played some little stuff. I got uh, got myself back into uh, NBA Two K Sixteen. Well, no, I, I already owned it, right? Mm. So I. Uh, I uh, I'm playing the one that I already owned, um, but I, I've also been I'm, I'm addicted now to a game. Uh, I'll make Jason proud to a mobile game uh, that's called. What? And I don't know I don't know necessarily how it's pronounced. Um, I call it Slither IO, um, but it's it's Slither IO is how you'd find it on the App Store. It's essentially multiplayer Snake. Um, where you're trying to make your snake bigger by collecting pellets, but you're also trying to cut off other players. And so you make them run into your body, they explode into a bunch of little pellets, and then you pick those up and it makes you bigger. Uh, it is so fun. 
I, it's so fun. And it's such a simple game to be as addicting as it is. But anybody who ever loves Snake on their Nokia, uh, play it multiplayer. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Such a it's weird a thing to be talking about in 2016. I know, but it's so fun. <laughs> Any microtransactions in that thing? Not that I've seen so far. Good. Uh, but it, I mean, it's completely free, so... Nice. There might be skins that are unlocked. I'm not sure, but yeah, as long as there's no like advantages that you can get, you know, like faster yeah, not that speed. I'm aware or, of. You know. Okay, that's good. not that I'm aware of. You do have a boost, which um, makes you a little bit shorter over time. So if you want to, um, the whole goals, right, be the biggest snake. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you can boost, which makes you faster, but it also makes you shorter a little bit at a time. So you got to watch how much you use it. Can you kinda... can you omega boost? Omega boost. <laughs> as far as I know. Damn. Perfect opportunity there. It was. All right. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. So we'll go over to Jay. And see what he's. All like. right. What you been up um, to? Well, the first game that I want to talk about is uh, the new game that came out for PS Plus, Fury. Yes. I know you've been playing a bit of a Ken. Yes. Uh, why don't you talk about it first? I want to hear your opinion first. Okay, I so I, when I first tried it out, like people were describing it as it's just essentially a boss battles one after the other. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a cool concept. Um, and then I played it, and I still think the tutorial is a little much because that battle lasts a long time. Right. Um, but once I got through that and started picking up on all the, like, the nuances of combat, that game... Is really cool. Yeah, it I, really is. I love that it does, um, and people have compared it to Dark Souls, and I guess I get it. Um, the enemies, like, you get, you learn all of your moves in the first battle. Like, you know everything that you can do. Um, but each boss that you fight telegraphs their moves differently. And you learn what to use against those by the fact that you already know all of your moves. And I think that's really fun. Like, the second boss was so interesting to fight. That was the the laser chick, right? Yeah, because she would change yep. her, like, after you, because compl- essentially everybody has life bars. And when you deplete one, they kind of go into a new mode. And as she got more of her life bars gone, like, she would unattach her feet. Because she's bound by her feet in her hands when the boss, when the boss battle first starts. Um, and then she unbinds her feet, and then she unbinds her hands, and, like, her moves change. And that game is, like, a mixture of, like, some Devil May Cry-ass combat mixed with some, like, shooter, like, vertical The, the bullet hell element is yeah. super serious in that game. Yeah. That is cool. Like, th- that game is free. Y'all need to go play that game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the best PS Plus game I've played all year. Yeah, definitely. It caught me totally by surprise. So, um... I beat the game last night. It took me a little about about four hours to beat completely. Um, and boy, like exactly what Ken said, that game is all about learning the patterns of the bosses and stuff like that, and figuring out what you can do from your arsenal of abilities and like little tricks and stuff like that you can do. And the way you go about learning the bosses is really clever because when you lose and when you die and you lose a health bar. You you lose one, but actually, when you beat one of the health bars and push the boss to the next phase, you get one of your health bars back. 
So let's say you take two health bars to beat one mode of the boss. Just basically trial and error because whenever you die and you lose a health bar, that boss resets to the beginning of that mode again. So you need to deplete uh, the health bar of that particular mode once again. But now after you died, you understand the boss's patterns. You know what to look out for. You know how to dodge it. You know how to parry it. And also the parrying system in this game is spectacular because not only does it make it so that you don't take damage and you have like a frame advantage so you can get some attacks in, it also heals you mm-hmm. when you do a perfect parry. So it rewards people who are patient who are careful and who's able to see through the boss's attacks. That way, even if you make mistakes, you can still get some of your health back just by doing perfect parries and then just continuously attacking. And I can't speak highly enough for the kind of bosses. Like, you think the the bosses that you... Have you played the mirror boss yet, Ken? No, I've only, I've made it to the, the girl. I, the I'm, first two, right? Yeah, I've made it to boss... the, the jailer and then the prisoner. The next boss uh, ranches up the difficulty even even further, and the one after that even further than that. And the interesting thing is, the third boss plays completely different from any uh, the other two bosses. Like the way you have to approach the battle is, you have to basically think outside the box uh, box in order to defeat him. And it's actually really clever. The the mechanics that you have in your arsenal that like, you don't even think about using certain things because they don't seem effective. But when you get to those situations and you're like, holy shit, this is how that works, and you start using it, and when you apply your new strategy and it starts clicking, that's when the game really uh, you know, goes into its flow. And also, it has like a story and everything, but... Um, the bunny guy creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Afro Samurai. Yeah, Afro Samurai was the yeah. first thing I thought of, and then like the aesthetic of the game reminds me a lot of El Shaddai. Yes, yes, and that's high praise because El Shaddai was a fucking. Oh game. God, I loved El Shaddai. That was such a great. El Shaddai game. was a fucking amazing. It was a yeah. great yeah. game. Like some of the later levels in El Shaddai are some of the most beautiful levels I've ever seen in a game. And they're like that game was so weird. Remember, like, I had never seen anything like that fucking before. Lucifer on a cell phone talking about jeans, man. Yeah. <laughs> Lucifer, yeah, he was there. He was, uh. Oh my god, he was like having text messages with God and stuff. It was so weird, dude. What, what's so weird is like, that's like, supposedly according to some of the Judeo Christian lore, that actually happened. Yeah, that was. But it's uh, not in that, not in that stylish thing. Yeah, cause that's, you're Noah's son in that game. Oh, you're Enoch. Yeah, Enoch. And, uh, he was supposedly tasked with. He was the only human being to never experience death. Yes. God loved him so much. And they, uh, God tasked him with going back to earth to basically stop these angels that had left hell or heaven. Yeah, the fallen angels. Yeah. And then they became, you know, they had, they had sexual relations with humans and created Nephilim. The Nephilim, yeah. Yeah. God, if you crazy. have not played that game, you need to play that. It is so good. Yeah. El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron. Yeah. Was the name of it. That game, man. Seriously. There, there's no other game like it. And nope. No. Yeah. That's, that's the way you put it. It's not, it's not a game that will blow everyone's socks off, but you will not regret playing that game. No, there's, well. you will, it's an experience unlike anything you have had and will ever have. Yeah, fantastic and, soundtrack too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I can mirror the same sentiment about Fury. Yeah, like, you haven't played a game like this ever. Like this is like a boss rush, 
And you remember remember playing like No More Heroes and saying, "Oh God, all these side activities are stupid. I wish I could just go to the boss fight." Fury fucking goes to the boss fights. That's that's all you do. Yeah, the whole fucking game is awesome boss fights, one after the next. Yep. There's this is no on PS3 or PS4. PS4. It's PS Plus. You there have is, it right There is no filler in this game. Like literally, you walk. The story is told as you walk from one boss to the next. And you literally press one button to auto-walk to the next section, yep. while the, the narrator just continues on with the story and tells you about the boss you're about to fight. And the setup between the bosses are, are really clever, and uh, it's like really, really like ranches up the tension. Because there's one boss later that when you... It's kind of like a cyberpunk arena, and um, as you're entering the arena, something, something is like, like a drone is hovering over you, and it starts scanning you. And it scans like your your weapons, your abilities, how fast you can move and run. And by the time you get to the end, the boss like reaches you and says like, "I know exactly what you are. I know exactly what you're capable of. You have no chance of beating me." So like the whole segment of you walking to the boss was the boss basically measuring your abilities. And when you start fighting uh, that particular boss, you can actually see that the boss actually takes into consideration all your abilities and stuff. It's really fucking clever. I can't I can't praise this game high enough. Um, it caught me out of nowhere because I didn't know this game existed. Yeah, until, I've seen who, who made this game. game PS Plus. Ah, it's it's an indie developer. I don't know exactly who it is, um, but yeah, if you've got PS Plus, go get this game. Yeah, okay. and uh, but oh, I will I will say one thing. Um, this is a game where you can't grind to become overpowered. You can't. No, there's no leveling there, system at all. There's no leveling. You can't farm potions or anything like that. This game is the ultimate get good game. So you 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 basically bash your head against the boss until you know how to fight him, and either you triumph or you just try again. And that's what the boss. Uh, that's the whole philosophy of the game. Even in Dark Souls, you can over level. You can farm up equipment and items that that makes you made too powerful for that boss you're trying to kill. In this game, there's no such thing. You just have to get good. It's, and, it's um, so weird. So yeah. I looked up who made it. It's a, a company called the Game Bakers. Never heard of them before. Their track history is questionable at best. Well, they knocked it out of the park with this one. They started in 2011 with an iOS game called Squids. (laughs) Wow. And then they ported that game to Android, Macintosh, PC, and then they made a new iOS version called Squids Wild West. (laughs) Squids. I've I've actually played Squids. That's actually a really cool game. Uh, And then they made a game in 2013 called Combo Crew for phones. And then in, 24, in 2014, they made Squid's Odyssey for the Wii U and the 3DS. That's it. Mm. Wow. Squid's. No, Squid's is actually really cool, and it has a fantastic soundtrack. Once again. Go play like, Fury. Go download I own it right the soundtrack, now. the Squid's. Go, go yeah. download Fury right Every, now. Everyone on this podcast and everyone listening, when you get home, just, just, just play Fury. It's going to be hard. The first stage is going to be kind of a slog because you're learning everything and the game's like a tutorial. Yeah. And But when you beat the second boss and you start applying all the things that you know, even though it might take you several tries, I, I recommend that you just give it the old college try. Just keep going at it and then you won't regret it because uh, the game also, also has some really interesting twists here and there with the story. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, well worth the, the challenge, uh, I would say. Yeah, that's a cool game. I'm glad I gave it a second shot because that tutorial's rough. It is, it is. Because they, they're trying to overload you with all these different mechanics at once. So Yep. And the, and the fight is long, and he's very chatty. <laughs> that yeah. first boss is very chatty. 
Uh, every every boss talks a lot, like they do a lot of taunting, but that also plays into the kind of attacks that they're trying to do and stuff like that. So becomes tells in the long run, and because it's a series of boss fights, the um, I mean the boss fights themselves are long, but when you actually beat the game, the, it unlocks a uh, speed run mode. And one of my friends uh, has the second uh, world record on PS4 right now, at, uh, clocking in at about forty like two three minutes or something like that. Beating all, all, every single boss during that time, so I mean, you can do some really crazy stuff. Like when you get good, that game looks fantastic, and it's got great checkpoints. Like um, I was about halfway through the tutorial, and when I loaded the game back up, I was still there. Oh, okay. So it didn't. Uh, well, it won't do that for the other bosses. <laughs> Probably it's, not. Yeah. Yeah, but because that's the beginning to end kind of thing. But once you lose, you can just restart right away. You know, there's no like cutscenes to sit through or anything like that. So that's important. But uh, yeah, that's fair. Play it, man. It's, you should have it if you have a PS4. You have PS Plus probably, and you have this game now. Play it. Um, the next game that I tried out was actually um, System Shock. Uh, you guys know that uh, the they're PC, remaking the original. Yeah, yeah. PC remake is uh, Kickstarter's up to like almost a million dollars, I think. Yeah, they actually met their goal. Break uh, broke five uh, nine hundred thousand, so they're gonna be kickstarted. So good for them. I think this is a pretty talented studio. Is it from, is it is this the same stu- is it Night Dive that's doing this? Yeah, Night Dive. They did the enhanced edition of System Shock. And they also did Turok on the PC, right? Um I think so, the the remaster one, right? Yeah, because they, they also got the rights to do Turok two and there's talks of the Turok games coming to like Xbox One, which that's cool because that Turok remaster was pretty good. Yeah, very faithful to the original and you know, I mean performance wise, it's exactly where it needs to be. Yeah. Um so yeah, this you know, talented, talented studio. They've been doing mostly remakes and uh, remasters, but this one is kind of being built from the ground up. If you look at the visuals and the things that they're trying to do with uh, the gameplay, um, it's it's pretty impressive. And I tr- I got to try out their the, the demo that they put up on the Kickstarter page yesterday, and um, yeah, this this feels like a System Shock game. The game looks really good, especially given the fact that you know this is a pre-alpha build, you know. This is a proof of concept more than anything else. The game yeah. looks good. The atmosphere is spot on. Um, it controls and feels exactly like how I remember System Shock to be. And System Shock is one of those underrated gems. Like if we didn't have System Shock, we we would not have Bioshock. Like people don't remember the yep. the history of, of like System Shock. And System Shock Two to this day is one of the most atmospheric and uh, horrific games of all time. Like. And then, not to mention the story as well, which is also fantastic. Probably one of the best twists in gaming thus far. So, you know, this is high praise, and you know, I don't say those things lightly. And System Shock has that history, has that legacy, and it would be very nice for new generation of players to kind of experience that. So, yeah, good on them. I, I, I'm really um, hoping that they, do, they make a good game out of uh, what they've got as a template. I think they can. Um... And then the last game that I've been playing is a bit of a throwback. This game came out a long time ago, but the sequel is coming out soon. So I decided to play the original finally. Um, Azure Striker Gunvolt. Anyone play that? Anyone? It sounds familiar. I'm trying to... I've heard of it, but I've never played it. Uh, Well, it's made by the company that made uh, Mighty Number 9 recently. Oh, Inti Creates. Yeah, Inti Creates, yeah. And this is kind of like a spiritual successor to Mega Man in a lot of ways. The, the visuals uh, and the, how the, ga- the gameplay works. And while um, I didn't like 
the main hook of Mighty Number no. Nine with the whole weakening the enemy and dashing through, I don't think that was really well handled. Uh, especially with a lot of the way the the levels and the enemies were designed. Uh, in Audra Striker Gun Vault, the way your main weapon works is that you have these basically like these taser darts, and you shoot them at the enemy. And what that does is that that'll do very minimal damage when you actually shoot them with their gun. But when you target them and you hit them with the gun, it'll actually put like markers on them uh, at the maximum of like a couple that you can put on. And once you have them, you can do your electric charge which channels your electricity to en- every enemy that you've uh, tagged, and it'll just start burning their HP down. And this mechanic is actually really fantastic, and the way they utilize this mechanic with the bosses and how the levels are designed is really clever. There's, like, item crafting, and this feels like what I... the kind of game that I wanted Mighty Number no. 9 to be as far as the overall polish and the, the overall design of the gameplay, the, the flow of the game. Is very important in a game that's trying to be like Mega Man, and I don't think Mighty Number no. Nine really nailed that, and I think this game does. And the second one's coming out actually pretty soon, like real soon. Actually, this is the 3DS game, isn't it? Uh, 3DS game, but I'm playing the PC version. Okay, so, yeah. but the second one's only on 3DS, right? Um, maybe, but I don't see why they wouldn't port it to PC later down the line, okay. right? I, I'm uh, sure they will. I'm just I'm trying to place what this game is, and now I think I kind of remember it. I I've seen this game speed run before. Oh yeah, that must be yeah. a pretty crazy speed run. Yeah, it was nuts. I didn't know what the hell was going on, but I watched the entire <laughs> thing and I was like, okay, well this guy seems to know what he's doing. <laughs> well, you but, would uh, hope yeah. that speedrunners do, but uh, yeah. yeah, this game is really cool. Like I'm, I was, I don't think Mighty Number no. Nine is the worst game ever, like a lot of people do, but I do agree that it's a disappointment. And this game kind of washes off a lot of that disappointment, and reminds me that Intel Creative can really make some really like really spectacular games. And I'm looking forward to the second one. I want to beat this game first, and then I'll dive right into the second one. Maybe I'll review it. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I yeah. Have to figure out who's co- who's handling that game. It's there's so many companies out there now. It's impossible to find them all. Yeah, it's not because of the developers and there's the publisher, and then you got to figure out the right contact information. Because uh, technically, isn't Inti Creates also doing Bloodstained? <sighs> like, is it? Like, technically, isn't it the same company? It's just Igarashi directing it? I, I, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think, because they got their hands on a lot of stuff. They're also working on ReCore, which a lot of people are comparing to, like, a... Mega Man style game. <laughs> Maybe they found a niche. Uh, uh, well, Bloodstained definitely feels like Castlevania. That's a, that doesn't feel like Mega Man at all. Well, that's good. Um, oh, I'm down but, with Bloodstained. I, I, that and Ukulele are two of my most anticipated 2017 games. Did they put out a demo for Ukulele? I heard it's coming. There's a sandbox coming this summer. Okay. That backers are going to be able to play, which I can't wait to hear about. I, I don't back Kickstarter, so I didn't play Bloodstain. I right, play right. ukulele, but I'm, yeah, generally I'm I like to let people, other people, take the risk and reap all the benefits. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but ukulele just looks goddamn amazing. It's it's been a long time since we had a proper like platformer from the some of the masters of the genre. Yeah, the, it'd be nice. The banjo guys are doing a platformer in 2017. I mean, how can you not be excited about that? Uh, but yeah, I mean, outside of more Overwatch, that's basically it for me. Okay, uh, I'll wrap it up with some really super interesting titles. Not All right. really. <laughs> uh, I played Song of the Deep. 
Nice. How which, is that? Which is the new uh, Insomniac game. Um, it's good. It is very much if you if you would take Bioshock and mix it with some Metroidvania, then you have Song of the Deep. Hmm. Um, it does have issues. Uh, it's built in Unity, as we've already discussed. Unity on console, not great. Um, has a few performance issues here and there, which is weird. Um, so far, it's good. I've heard people discussing that, like later in the game, it requires you to do some things that maybe the controls just aren't built to do. Um, but I haven't got that far yet. It's very much, you know, here's a giant map. Here's what you'll uncover. Here's where the items are. There are gates that are locking this particular area of the map. You can't get there till you get this item kind of deal. Um, but no, it's good. Uh, if you enjoy those kind of games, I I think that it's definitely worth the $15 that they're selling it for, which is kind of crazy. Interesting. Yeah, so if, if you're into the Metroidvania games, I think you should check it out. It's out this week. Um, cool. I talked about Van Helsing last week, right? Yeah, I did, because it was out. Okay. Uh, I played Carmageddon. Oh, how's that? Eh. Yeah? It's okay. It's not... It's Carmageddon. Um, the biggest disappointment for me is that when you play online, there's no pedestrians. What? So that's not Carmageddon. That's the whole point. You run over pedestrians. It's fun. Yep. So we played online... Uh, the day it came out, and we managed to get one person in a room that held six. That shows you the online community for that game already. That that sounds like Umbrella Corps, man. Yeah. Uh, and the guy that we played with just wanted to race through the checkpoints. I'm like, are you playing the right game? This is Carmageddon. We're supposed to fight. He's straight out of Gran Turismo, man. Just yeah, really. he's out there like hitting the checkpoints, and I'm like, nah, fuck <laughs> this. Let's go over here to the football stadium and just crash each other, because that's what karma gets. But yeah, taking the pedestrians out of the online mode, completely stupid. Why is it? I guess it's a hardware limitation thing. Uh, it must be. Uh, and the fact that this particular version is not hitting PC for a couple months, from what I hear. Mm. Uh, some kind of deal that the developers made. Because it's a, it actually has a retail release, so you can like go to a store and buy it uh, on a disc. Um, the single player is okay. Loading times are terrible. We're talking upwards of over a minute to load into a oh. race, which is not that's not good. Um, but no, it's it's fine. It's not worth forty dollars, which is what they're asking for it. Uh, it's it's a it's a solid twenty to thirty dollar game. So, <laughs> I booted up my 360 because I realized I had a boatload of games that I had never played. I played a little bit of Raw, um, which is an acronym for I think it's Realms of Ancient War, which is a Diablo game from a few years ago that was on Xbox Live Arcade. I it's, remember that. Yeah, it's okay. It's not terrible. Um, I played Black Gate. Deluxe Edition, the Batman game that was initially a Vita game. That's alright on consoles. It's not great. And then I spent two and a half hours last night playing Tekken Tag Tournament Online. Nice. That game is still good, but I am terrible and I get angry at that game. 
<laughs> that is a, that is a really good game though. That uh, I remember uh, the net play. Uh, yeah, that is really good net play for three D three D fighter. It like, is really yeah, really responsive. Um, and the thing I love about Tekken Tag Two is like there's so many like the stages are awesome. Mm-hmm. And the roster of characters is just ridiculous. oh, it's fucking massive, dude. It's yeah, amazing. I I love the characters in that game. Um, but trying to play it, I just do not have the timing for the for the opening because Tekken is is definitely a is definitely a game where you defend until you have an opening and then you attack. Right. And I am just and I'll get in a mesh where like I'll try to attack at, at my time spot and I'll miss. And when you miss a timing attack, you're fucked. Yeah, they'll launch you, and then there goes fifty percent of your life. If they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but no, it's still a lot of fun, and it was cool to play that because you know it was free during E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also downloaded a game called Fairy Legends of Avalon. Um, it was on 360. I did not know that this game was made by spiders. What's Spiders what's called? Uh, Fairy, Legends of Avalon. If you don't know who okay. Spiders are, you do know who they are. Uh, they've made such amazing RPGs as uh, Mars Warlogs and Bound by Flame. Yeah, uh, and Technomancer. Yeah. Like, I didn't know this was their game. This game's okay. a weird game. Uh, so you play a fairy and you fly around the world and there are turn-based RPG battles in it. It is a weird, weird. It is a weird game, but you know what? It was $2.00. And it's totally worth two dollars. Hmm. So, also played some Final Fight because that was backwards compatible. There's still people playing it. Like I was playing, and and a guy jumped in. Literally, guy, you know. From the- <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the, the double impact? Yeah, double impact. One, yeah, yeah, I got that. That's, that's pretty good port, to be fair. It is, and it's got yeah. uh, what's the other game on there? Magic Sword? Is that what it's called? The, uh, se- the yeah. second game? Yeah, I think so. That game's Imagine. cool. Like That game's some old-school arcade Capcom loving. And I played a lot of The Division. I spent a lot of time playing The Division in Battlefront this week. Um, I really like the new map in Battlefront, the Bespin area. A lot of fun with that game. And everything else we already talked about. Fury, Red Dead... Feels good to have Red Dead on an elite controller. I ain't gonna lie. It's just nice to have Red Dead back where I can play it. Uh, um, I, c- I could play it anyway. I still have a 360 oh, yeah, hooked yeah. up. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. So it's like it's good that it's back. It's kind of weird that you have to install the multiplayer separately. It's nice that they give you all the free stuff though, because all the DLC for that game, with the exception of Undead, is, is free. With so. the exception of the one that matters. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know, but still, it's 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 nice that they did it. Yeah, I mean, it was only a dollar to begin with, so. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. Um, it's July, so yeah. Assault Suit Lanos is out this week. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Descent, which I'm assuming is the new expansion. Is that going to be the last one? Uh, that would be, wouldn't it, I guess? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because, uh, well, it's normally every three months, and then in three months it'll be the new one will be out, so. Yep. Uh, that Ghostbusters game from Activision is out this week. 
Um, which one is is that the base on the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, uh, kind yeah. of. It's a well, it's a downloadable title though, isn't it? Yeah, for fifty dollars. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but that's if you don't you get the movie with that when it comes out? That's a separate package. I think. No, that one's really, sixty. I think. Fifty bucks for a Ghostbusters game? I don't think they could get away with that. Yeah, Sanctum of Slime doesn't have the best reputation. I'm just going to put that out there. No, but then I mean, that was also only fifteen dollars. Yeah, but this isn't like a top-down little mm-hmm. twin-stick shooter like that one was, was it? Yep, it is. And it's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. That makes Activision, no sense. baby. Oh, right, it's Activision. I forgot for a second. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the price, because I know there's two packages. You're right, there is a package that comes with a, a ticket to the movie, I think, or something like uh, that? I, I think it comes with a digital download when it becomes available on uh, home. Okay, so, uh, yeah, formats. there's there's a package called the Ghostbusters Ultimate Game and Movie. That one is $65. <laughs> if you okay. want, If you want to just buy the Ghostbusters game... It is uh, listed as a bundle only. It's forty nine ninety nine. All right, I gotta look this up. This can't be right. Well, I got, is there? A, what's the name of the game? Ghostbusters. Is it just Ghostbusters? It's just <laughs> called Ghostbusters, and it is a top down Diablo style game. Oh, you know, God. I don't. I don't like writing games off until I, I get my hands on them and I get to play them. But in cases like this, it seems like a sure bet that this is going to flop. Like mm-hmm. For $50, yeah, because nobody's going to take a chance on it. Why, why, looking... why are they doing this? Why, why do they want this game to fail immediately? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at... Wow, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots. It's a top-down game. I'm watching video of it. I mean, this isn't the cast from the movie either. No, it's it's uh, new characters, right? I think it's two guys and two girls. Yeah, I think it's meant to be like they're franchised out or something. And, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. This seems way too much, and it's it could be a good game, but it's hard to take it seriously for fifty dollars. How's yeah. the film done? Because the film's out already, isn't it? Who made the no. game? I wonder. Uh, it's not out yet. It's made by Fireforge. And what has Fireforge? Made. I can't answer that question. Fireforge Games. Let's go. What have they made? Uh, I went to their website. No configuration file found and no installation code available. Oh, good. So they have made like website. really good games. <laughs> uh, I, I want to play those games. Hold on a yeah. second. I can't I, even. I can't. Uh, this has to be their first game because if I look it up on GameFAQs, which will list the developer, the developer is listed as Activision. Oh. Um, <laughs> This bodes well. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Well, the last the last Activision game that I played that was based on a property was a Ninja Turtles game that was not very good. I thought you liked that game. What are you talking about? The the Ninja Mutants in Manhattan. No, that was an Activision, was it? Yeah, that was Activision. Well, not that one. The one before that that was based on the television show. Oh no! Yeah, Mutants in Manhattan was Activision. It was just that developed was- by Platinum. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, also out this week on consoles, Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> yeah, that game, that's a good game. game. Huh? Yeah, I've heard that's pretty good. I'm never going to play that game. That's <laughs> way too hard no, for not, me. It's not for me. Uh, if you've been waiting on the disc version of Resident Evil 5, that's out this week for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Song of the Deep is out on Tuesday 
15 bucks. Definitely recommend that. And who remembers a drift? The drift. The game from uh, the guy that was on Twitter that got uh, Adam Adam Ro- Ro- yeah. or something. Yeah, the space game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. not yeah. that we have Yeah, that's out Friday oh, on wow. PS4. Well, that's cool. Isn't that VR? That was though? quiet. Um, I think it supports VR. Okay, but you can play. Yeah, isn't, it. isn't it meant to be um like grab like the fit like the game version of Gravity or something? I uh, maybe uh, possibly. Uh, Xbox One uh, aren't acute. Don't ask. Don't know. <laughs> nope. Uh, Super Mutant Alien Assault. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, Fru. F R U. Fru. 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 Uh, Fro. Cube. K Y U B. What is it with this people spelling <laughs> weird words? <laughs> uh, Onik. Uh, which I, I, I know, I know what that is. That is a side-scrolling game that takes place in like Egypt. It's got an interesting-looking art style. It's made by somebody that I know, and I can't remember who it is. Let me pull it up real quick. It's it's one of those indie developers that I know well. Uh, Milkstone Studios. That's who it is. They made a lot of uh, Xbox Live indie games. They also did Ziggurat, if you remember that, which was very similar to Tower of Guns. Okay. Um, so that's out this week. Video Ball is out. Okay. That's uh, Iron Galaxy's new game. Uh, Xbox One version of MX versus ATV Supercross Encore, which if you read my review for the PS4 version, don't buy that game. <laughs> and Reverse Quest. That's what it's called? Reverse Quest? Reverse Quest. Is it kind of like Puzzle Quest? Uh, no. What is this game? Um, it's got a horrible name, I'll tell you that. It's a strategy game developed by Yoko Go Systems. Yoko Go Systems. That's what they're called. What have they made? They made Reverse Quest in 2016. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of, lot of first time it's, stuff today. It's summer. It's July. It's time for the games that... <laughs> None of the serious folks are putting stuff out right now. Yeah. Uh, 3DS gets a couple of serious games this week, though. 7th Dragon 3 Code VFD. That that name, man. That name. After beating that game, that name is still stupid. It's Atlas. (laughs) Or is is it Sega? It's Sega. Sorry. Yeah, it's Sega. So, well, which is Atlas. Same thing. Um, The, what am I call it? The, The game itself is actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. It has a pretty deep class system where you like mix skills together. You have a whole like roster of creative characters you can make. Uh, it's, there's a lot of strategy involved on how you make your characters and how you like like approach combat, trying to set up buffs, debuffs, uh, starting chain attacks from one to the next. Um, uh, the story is pretty average, mediocre, unspectacular, but it's serviceable. Uh, the dungeons are meh, but I think the combat and uh, the character customization as far as classes really set that game apart from the other ones. So, so it's worth playing. And also like out it. on Friday is Monster Hunter Generations. Ah, can't wait, baby. Sweet. That's the big one. Uh, yep. And then uh, Tumblestone is out this week, which is part I'll of your f- for free games with gold. 
Tumblestone. Uh, it's also coming out on Wii U. It's a puzzle game. I don't know much okay. about it. Uh, and then also on the Wii U this week, the game y'all been waiting on, Jackpot 777. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the game that I bought the Wii U for, actually. So Hell yeah. I'm really excited for it. So there you go. There's your releases this week. A couple of good ones in there. Song of the Deep, uh, Monster Hunter. Good stuff. But yep. uh, it is July, so temper your expectations for the next I few weeks. I saw, and I, I don't know if it was just to build on hype from uh, Generations, but I saw that... Um, Capcom put uh, Monster Hunter uh, Frontier back up on the iOS store. Uh, it, it had been down because they hadn't updated it yet for the the new um, yeah it broke operating it, system. It? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Freedom Unite is the one they put back up, but it's back up now. So if you decide you want to pay fifteen dollars for Monster Hunter on iPhone, <laughs> oh uh, man, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Oh, I, I thought I thought of the thought of playing Monster Hunter on the PSP made me sick. I can't imagine the thought of playing. Monster Hunter on a phone. Well, you know what? I uh, I'm thinking very hard because you know I've got my six plus, so it's got a big old screen. Uh, I'm thinking very hard about one of these uh, controllers for iOS if I can find it at a good price. Those things are fine. They're they're just kind of standard. Yeah. Um. Hey, news. So, anybody know that Dead or Alive Five is still getting updates? Uh, costumes and more tits. Uh, there's a new character coming to Dead or Alive wow. 5. Uh, yeah, I, I heard the yeah. Mai from King of Fighters. King of Fighters right? is coming to... Uh, you know, say what you want about that game, but their support for that game is fucking ridiculous. And I'm sure there is like a handful of people that's supporting that game by buying every costume that they put in, <sighs> spending thousands of dollars. In well, the there's there's three there's three season passes for costumes now. They are all a hundred dollars a piece. That's insane! Wow, yeah. that's <laughs> fucking insane. It is. That's a deal. If you know, if you plan to buy them individually. Oh, absolutely! Oh, because the packs are bargain. thirty bucks a piece. Yeah, that's, that's some Euro train simulator shit going on. If there. I if I purchase a costume pack for a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. how many costumes do I get? There's probably, I'd probably say over a hundred. Okay. Which, if you think about it, that's one not that for, bad a deal because if you think about it. That's one for every shameful minute you'll feel <laughs> after you realize you spent a hundred dollars on costumes. They're actually cheaper than the Street Fighter Five costumes. Street Fighter Five costumes are what three dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. And if you consider the fact that you're paying like like four dollars for palette swaps on like a Blaze Blue game, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's that's like that's a lot more work for costumes. That's okay, and you know what? Like, I I talk a lot of shit about Dead or Alive because it amuses me that I, I you know kind of troll fans that way. But I think it's a, it's a fine game. You know, it's it, oh, it, it plays, plays great. Okay. Yeah, it plays great. And uh, every every fighting game fan has their own little taste, and if that's the one that you like, man, shit, if you want to support the game, go ahead and buy the costumes if that's what you like, man. That's good uh, for it's, you. It, the developers clearly know their audience for that game. They do, they do, and they they pick the perfect character to throw into the roster. Absolutely, exactly. the, the biggest pair of tits in King of Fighters history. Just throw it in there. <laughs> throw in uh, Ivy from Soul Calibur next. Yeah, but yeah, why not? Who are the next targets? Uh, who's the, who has the biggest knockers in Street Fighter? Laura. Actually, the biggest knockers in King, no. Fi- King of Fighters now is Angel, right? Oh, is it? No did way. You see, did you buy? see that? Did you see that new trailer for King of Fighters fourteen? 
for Dude, Team my... Mexico. Okay, so her ultra in King of Fighters 14 is motorboating. Yeah. Watch that trailer. I'm not even kidding. Nice. Angel's <laughs> like a boxer. Why is she motorboating people? Mm, is, like is a... Angel? She didn't look like a boxer in the video. Um, she she's she's the one uh, wearing the black leather, right? Yeah. Yeah, she she does like hand to hand. She's a fucking brawler, dude. She's awesome. Oh, she looks like she was kicking a lot in that trailer. Really? That's yeah. weird. You should watch it. I, I mean, her moveset looked really cool. Uh, yeah, but that's scared. that's also the team that has the dinosaur. <laughs> the team that has the dinosaur now. I can't wait for King of Fighters. Baby. I'm pretty excited about King yeah. of Fighters. I, I really I'll am. pick it up. I might as well. Yeah, I mean, it, there's like 50 characters in that game. That's pretty awesome. So when, when does this come out again? Uh, August for King of Fighters. Nice. So Are yeah, they have the basketball players in it again. Yeah, he's in there. He's in there. So uh, yeah, it's crazy launching a fighting game that's complete in 2016. Who thought of that? Wow, innovation. <laughs> well, we'll we'll stop talking shit about Street Fighter eventually, but today today is not that day. No, today, I, no, eventually I will stop talking shit about that game because I want to love that game. Mm-hmm. But man, they fucked that game up bad. Uh, so the monthly updates for Halo 5 are now ceasing, but that doesn't mean that the game is not getting more content. It is still coming. I wonder how many people are still playing that game. A lot. It's actually, they put out a press release the other day that Halo 5 is the most played Halo game since 2. So wow. There's a lot of people playing Halo 5. And it's because of 343 support, man. You, you like since the last time we played it, they've probably added like ten new modes, like ten new maps. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, they're really supporting that game, and good on them. A lot of people love it. Um. So, if you want to buy the Scorpio, Microsoft uh, put out a quote this week saying that they are working with retail partners for a trade-in program. Huh. So it now, is, is that going to differ from the regular retail trading programs? It, it's just a quote. It's just a nice gesture. They didn't have to do anything, and I think no, both no. of them should do something. And to be yeah. fair, though, um, Game in the UK are doing an extra trading bonus when you trade in against the S, so that's not so bad. Um, it's very slow, Newsweek. Uh, new Overwatch character. Probably coming real soon. I I was so under the impression. Sniper? Yeah, support sniper. Yeah, support sniper. I was under the impression they're gonna do it by waves of three. So if they do it by one now, that'd be that'd be new. Yeah, one is not a good idea because then you just get a lot of people playing that one character. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's what they tried to avoid. That's why they introduced them three at a time, and that was smart because it actually interacted with the rest of the cast really well. So I hope they keep it till they have the three. Yeah, it means we're gonna be waiting longer, but I think it'll be better for the game. Especially since yeah. you know, competitive just launched, I think it'll be good. And plus, like Drew, how many hours have you put into Overwatch? Uh, about twenty-five. How many characters on that roster have you never touched? Six. Exactly. There's still characters you haven't even tried once. I ha- I have never tried. 25. Yeah, I've never played Genji. I've never played Bastion. Mm-hmm. I've never played. Um... Bastion kind of surprises me. Everyone tries Bastion once. I tried him different. once, and I hated him. I never played um um got a lot of the uh the the, the sneaky ones like uh, Tracer. Never played Tracer. I've tried to play Tracer. I can't do it. I'm not fast enough. Um Trollborn. I like I like Torbjorn. Yeah. I like Torbjorn. 
I haven't played Torborn. I love his scream. Tor Torbjorn. Say it. Torbjorn. I love his scream during his ultimate. It just sounds. It just like the 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 sound of it. It just it sounds great. Dude, everybody's ultimate scares the shit out of me. It's high <laughs> noon and I'm fucking hiding. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Start up my wheel. Can you hear me start up my wheel when I when I jack up my wheel? Mm-hmm. Fire in the hole! Oh uh, shit! Yeah, oh, boy. boy. <laughs> the death tire's coming. <laughs> the death tire's coming, boy, and you don't know from where. That's okay, why I like Reinhardt's because it's instant. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's instantaneous. Oh, I love driving that wheel around because people just run. But yeah, no, you, you, like, perfect example. I've put about 25 hours into the game. I've put 15 hours into Reinhardt alone. Because that character is so much fun to play, dude. Like, that character is essential for almost pretty much every map. Yep. You gotta uh, have, yeah, you gotta have very... a Reinhardt and you gotta have a Mercy, at least. Uh, Reinhardt falls apart in the King of the Hill. Maps. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the payload and like the assault maps, he's so good. Dude. Oh, payload! He is essential. Yeah, he's, you have yeah. to have him. Yeah. I you know, if we don't have a Reinhardt when we play payload, I'm like, all right, somebody needs to switch to Reinhardt, or we're gonna lose. Yes. Uh, the biggest news this week, though, more than likely, hey, that No Man's Sky game went gold. Yeah, I saw that uh, that post on Twitter by them. They seem really happy. You know, this is. It's, this it's, is a four-year game. It's a monumental moment for those guys, I'm sure. I wish them all the best. I hope that game yeah. is amazing. Me too, because I'm getting it. So you know, don't let me down, guys. The more I hear about it, the less I think I'll enjoy it. But God, I want it to do well for them. I really do, because those guys just love their craft. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think even if the game underwhelms for me, I think what they've achieved is... It's huge. Uh, applaudable. You know, absolutely. Uh, if I'm going to buy that game on launch, even if I, I don't get on with it, you know what? It's money well done because I think what they've done, that system they've built is going to change gaming in the future. I think, you know, that, that engine they've created is probably going to be in high demand. Yeah, I, I really hope it does yeah. super well for them because I remember working with them you know, in, in the games industry back when they were doing Joe Danger and they were so humble about that game and that game oh, yeah. was super impressive. Dude, yeah. Joe Danger is fun as shit. God, it is <laughs> such like, a good game. Like yeah. I, 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 Trials. I, I said that before. I was like, I prefer it over Trials, to be honest. Yeah, I, I prefer it over Trials. It's just because of its aesthetic. Yeah, it's so charming and, and fun. I like the fact that whenever I started out Joe Danger and it had the splash screen for Hello Games, yeah. it was always something different. Oh. Sometimes it'd be like, hello, and go, hello, hello, hey, hello. <laughs> and I was just like, that's so hilarious. So I used to like just start that game up just to hear that. I truly, truly root for those guys. They're just, yeah. I, I think when a project um, comes from a place of pure passion like that, and when you have the talent to back up that passion, that's when you get something really special. Yeah. And I think this is like the perfect opportunity. This is the perfect, like, it's a flash in the pan kind of moment for those guys. And if this game succeeds in the way that uh, a lot of people believe that it will, and it just might, then I think it's going to be huge. This might be the beginning of, like, the next big company, you know, like the, the next Naughty Dog, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Before, uh, you know, before they made the whole Uncharted and the Naughty, and was it, uh, yeah. Because even Naughty Dog, even though they made, like, uh, 
crashed and stuff like that, they weren't considered like the best developers until they made started making those Uncharted games. Oh, let's talk about their games from the 3DO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was that game called? Oh, God, what was that called? Uh, Way of the Warrior. Way of the Warrior. That game is bad. Yeah. It's really bad, but man, it's a, it's a nice piece of history to to play that game and see where those guys have gone. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, of course, Evolve is now free to play on PC. Yep. And that's a good game. You should go play that for free. And that's coming uh, free to play on consoles at some point as well as in the future. Uh, they said they'll see how the PC version does. So it, it, my guess would be like next year, maybe. Are there mm. any stipulations as far as the free-to-play thing goes? I mean, all DLCs free? You can earn it. You can they, earn they've it. completely changed. Okay, so they've changed the game. Uh, you know how I used to play Trapper? Mm-hmm. Any character can throw the dome now. What? So, like, when the monster's in range, if the dome is charged, you just hold down the B button, and it automatically puts the dome up. Wow, that just changes the trapper completely, then. Yeah, it does. There's a, there's a lot of changes that they have retooled that game. They might as well have called it, like, a new game. Hmm. So Does it okay. does all this retooling make the game better, though? That's what I've heard. I, haven't, it's, I, I don't have a team to play with right now. Uh, but when I played it before, once you learned that game, it had a high learning curve. But once you learned it, it was super fun. It's yeah. satisfying as shit. You yeah. know, when you had like a group of four people taking down this monster, it was real satisfying. But the, the, but the problem was, it was like I think that the balancing was a little off because the monster could a get away from you really easily. Yes. And then you spent half the match just trying to find it. Yes chasing it around the map and I was like this is kind of a slog yeah they've made a lot of balance changes of which I do not know a lot of them yet mm. so I can't tell you if it's better or worse but people seem to be playing it so well I own it on all three fucking consoles so yeah I, I booted it up on the PC and I gotta admit that game still looks good especially running on a high end machine it's a good looking game it looked good on Xbox back yeah. in the day you'd be surprised once you get your new PC you should at least download it cause whoo it looks a lot better on PC. <laughs> I'm sure once I get my new PC, I'll be just downloading every damn thing. Yep, I'm doing the oh, same yeah, thing. The process of that, right, uh, Drew? I'm still waiting for the, the, 1060, the 1060 to come out, and then hopefully I buy power will allow me to add that to uh, my... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that how you want to. But the thing is, I can't make one on my own. It's true. It's, it's hard. I, I believe in you. It's not hard, okay? It used to be hard. Now a baby can do it. Okay, it's, well. It's so simple. I don't know. It, I, I, don't, I don't know either. I wouldn't want to do it. Personally, me. I, I used to build machines, too, back in if the day. You, if you tell me that you don't want to do it because you're lazy and you, you think that's too much of a hassle, okay, I, I can get on board. But if you tell me that you can't do it, I'm here to tell you that you can't. Oh, I'm sure I could, but I I feel like I'd fuck something up. Oh yeah, that's my thing. Is like this is expensive shit, and I don't want to like fry my, like anything or stuff like that. I mean, like they they uh, make things to the degree where if you can damage a component by putting it in wrong or doing it wrong, they make it so that it's impossible for you to do it wrong. You can only do it the right way. They don't that's know how the components are lined up. They don't know me. You'll, you'll. I mean, yeah, maybe they, if there if there is a stupid, the stupid will find a way. Hey, fucking but, right, it will. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like the components and everything have changed a great deal. I think it's well worth looking into. Not only is it 
cheaper, which is a huge draw, obviously. It's also much more satisfying, man. When you own a when you own a system that you own that you build from components and parts, you feel more attached to it. You feel proud of it, and then you can actually you can actually take care of it better too. That's my uh, that that's my experience with it from having and helping people build their own computers. Um, you learn a valuable skill too. So I mean, I think it's just really good in general to do. But you know, that's my business. All right. Well, I'm signing off, guys, so I shall speak to you all soon. All right. Bye, John. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See ya. So we have no emails. So if you want to send us the emails, you need to send them to podcast at ztgd.com, and we'll read them on the air, and we'll answer them. So do that. But we do have some tweets. Uh, Mookie says, finally got one of my top games to play during the summer sale, American Truck Simulator. Nice. And he immediately says, yeah, American Truck Simulator is another game of the year candidate for me. I've heard good things about that game. So I teased this at the beginning, but yeah, I got some hate. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Well deserved, most likely. Uh, So this comes from uh, Dave. He says, so Ken hates Shinmu and Team Eco games. Somebody review. Somebody revoke this Xbox game review card, please. <laughs> oh man, not even wrong. Yeah, you, you've just been you've exposed yourself too hard that particular podcast. You know yeah. what? If that's the first time you've heard me shit on those two crappy games, you ain't been listening very long. Yes, you're just right. Just saying. Yeah. Not to mention, the only way you could play Shinmu 2 in America was to buy it on the Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> but you are an Xbox. Did they do a port of that game eventually? Somewhere? What's that? Didn't they do a port of uh, Shenmue 2 somewhere eventually? Xbox. Is it only on Xbox? Only on Xbox. Sega did a deal for like four games for the original Xbox. It was it Jet Grind Radio, mm-hmm. um, Crazy Taxi 3, Shinmu 2, and Panzer Dragoon Orta. All right. So, <clears throat> there were weird exclusives back in the Nintendo, GameCube, Xbox, PS2 days. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was the only way Shinmu 2 ever came to America was on the original Xbox, and it came with a DVD of all the cutscenes from Shinmu 1. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I like actually, that. I actually own that disc. Hmm. So I'm sure you watch it every day before. Every or... day I pop it in and I'm like, God, this is terrible. <laughs> just, to, just a reminder, <laughs> just every single day. Every day, I'm like, okay, I remember why I hate this. But uh, yeah, we, we talked in detail about how Ken is wrong and I'm right, as usual, last week, so we'll move on. Yep, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean says, over, under, on Pokemon Go-related deaths in the next two months. Next two months. Uh, Ooh, two. That's a good one. Um, 112. <laughs> Man, you know, I, I, no, I'm not gonna make that joke. That's in poor taste. But anyway, uh, yeah, Pokemon Go. Don't don't do that while you're driving, people. Yeah, know, somebody a found idea. a dead body while they were playing Pokemon. Hey, Go. you're ruining yep. the next tweet. Oh, sorry. Shut up, Drew. Uh, Anthony says, "Have you guys heard about the girl who found a dead body while playing Pokemon Go? That shit escalated fast." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, it did. People are going to be dropping a lot of money. I heard that game makes like what one point like six million dollars like it, every two weeks or some bullshit like that. It'll it, well, it can. It hasn't even been out two weeks. 
Well, it's um. Does it? Yeah, I I read that it makes uh, it was like two, it was like two point six million dollars per day just oh, on, per day. Okay, just on Apple and just in the United States. Jesus Christ! That game, though, I feel like it's going to Mitomo itself at some point. I I hope it does. I don't know what that means. That means it's going to die. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Mitomo was really popular when it came out, and everyone was talking about it. Everyone was using it, and then it died. Like yeah, like it went from it, everybody using it to nobody using it overnight. It was crazy. My my understanding. Of uh, Pokemon Go is that it's very shallow the way it works, um, so it, I don't think it'll have lasting appeal the way it is now. They'll have to add a lot more like uh, complexity. Yeah, I, like most people I see playing it are like, this is not very good, but everybody's playing it. Yeah, so they're kind yeah. of bandwagoning. Yeah. Do you do you fight in the game? Yeah, kinda, but you don't have like um, the elemental stuff. Okay. It's it's um it's one of those location games. You got to go out and get stuff, and like, I don't know. It's weird, and the fighting is, yeah, it's not elemental. It's just I don't know. It's not really Pokemon. I was about to say it doesn't sound like Pokemon. Yeah, at all. you just catch them. That's really that's. But you got to catch them all. But you have to. But in in according to Pokemon. In order to catch a monster, you had to weaken it by fighting it first. That's why you take out your gun and you shoot it. You like oh, is that oh, okay? Yeah. All right, you literally, you literally, when you see one, like you have to swipe to dodge, and then you like tap to catch it. Okay, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. Luckily, stupid. my phone doesn't support the. I didn't. The game. Even, I didn't even. Download the hell kind it. of phone do you have? Like a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think a rotary phone would actually work. No, um, I, uh, I'm using Android 4.3. Didn't you hear his phone ring? Yeah. Yeah, I can play Snake. <laughs> Drew, Drew gotta pull the antenna up before he can answer the phone. Snake! <laughs> oh. Uh, he carries a little backpack as a power supply. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's great. Uh, Mookie, you know what's scary about that? That wasn't that long ago. Fuck. No, it wasn't. No, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you want to hear something crazy about a fucking technology-related thing? There's an SSD drive, 512 gigabyte, the size and the weight of a postage stamp. Jesus Christ, I can't deal with this. That's fucking bonkers, man. The size of a postage stamp. I I, I feel like I, I'm getting way too old for this stuff. That's, that's, more, that's more hard drive space than my PS4 has on the postage stamp. That's scary, right? Ah, oh, the technology is bonkers. I love it. We're all going to be androids. All hell, though, robot overlords. Yeah, Skynet's coming, we know. Yeah. Yep. What's the, um, I think one of the best headlines I saw in the last two weeks was uh, that, that Japan had that big uh, adult VR, and <laughs> they said they had to oh, shut it Lord. down. Well, the, the headline was great. It was like, had to be shut down because too many people came. <laughs> <laughs> it works in two levels. Oh, it's At so least. good, yeah. so good. That, whoever wrote that article deserves fucking. I I want to applaud that person and give them some yeah. sort of trophy because that is brilliant. Janitors have to work overtime now. Oh, <laughs> oh man, gross. Hey, those guys make a good living, you know. Anyway, yeah. uh, Mookie says after playing countless rounds of Overwatch. I just worn out uh, and play other stuff like Terraria and American Truck Simulator. So I guess he's getting burnt on Overwatch. Well, mm. if you play too much of anything, you definitely do, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, he also says, who's excited for Wreck-It Ralph 2? Oh, I'm excited. Me! Yeah. Love the first one. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah. Really. That's um, probably one of the best video game-related uh, movies we've ever gotten. Actually. It's kind of weird that they announced it because it's 2018. Um, well, you know, they're announcing things earlier and earlier these days, yeah, right? It takes over three years to to make those movies. Well, let's not talk about it until it's like six months away, okay? <laughs> That's well, like every I mean, time I see that stupid uh, superhero schedule, I'm like, do we really need to see this? Hey, man, Last Guardian's coming out, and we started talking about that in like 2007. And so. we should have stopped talking about it in 2007, because <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Anyway. I give a shit. <laughs> I'm gonna play the shit out of that game on. You know, if I'm gonna troll, I gotta keep up. I gotta keep up appearances, okay? Mm, right, right, right. You know, I can't just let it go. That's true. Then it's no fun. Let you gotta, you gotta go. go hard if you're gonna go at it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Last Guardian will get uh, probably the same scores as. Uh, actually, I think Mighty no- Mighty Number no. Nine will probably end up being a better game. I tell you what, a lot of people who played it. At E3, we're, we're very lukewarm on that game. Mm. So the, the impression that I got from the people that I know that played it, pretty good. I so. almost busted out in some Mighty Mighty Boss tones, then I realized that most of the people listening to this show don't know who the Mighty Mighty Boss is. <laughs> the impression that I get. <laughs> I am totally lost. I don't know what's happening. You know... <laughs> <laughs> Where am I right now? What's happening? <laughs> Have you ever felt the pain so powerful, so heavy you collapse? Oh, God. Is, is this like a white people thing? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's white people ska. White people ah, ska. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and he sings like he's smoked for like 60 years. <laughs> oh, man. That's the most radio play the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones have gotten in, like, about a decade. Yep. Uh, Dusk says, Pokemon Go is taking over the world. Scary thing is, best way to play is driving around. Don't do that! Don't do that. Oh, man. It's horribly dangerous. Yeah. This this was released by the Illuminati for the sake of population control. I knew it all along. It's possible, I guess. It's just kill kill people. I I heard there was a recent uh, pileup on the highway. That might be attributed to Pokemon Go. They're not sure yet. but That game has been out like less than a week, and there are already businesses who are saying, uh, you know, if hey. you're going to play Pokemon Go, you might need to find a new job. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. <laughs> I, had to, I had to tell a couple of my folks, hey, don't play Pokemon Go. Here. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, really. You saw them playing it, and then you told them not to play it. Is no, that... I heard them talking about playing. Oh, okay. I, I, okay, so the weirdest like thing happened to me. I was at the grocery store, Uh-oh. and the bagger was catching Pokemon while he was bagging my groceries. Oh, God. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening to this world? Mm. This is the this is one of the first times, not the first time, one of the first times where I feel like the crotchety old man. Right? Where it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Get off my lawn. Just just start grabbing people in the streets that are looking at their cell phone while walking and playing Pokemon Go. Just shake them as hard as you can and say, what is wrong with you? No, literally, get off my lawn. That Pidgey's mine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
is mine. This is and my some, fucking law. Like a Mewtwo is going to spawn in some guy's house, and then that that house is going to become like broken into multiple times. What is it? I heard that Great. a lot of uh, Taco Bells or the gyms. Like who? Like who didn't plan that? Yeah, no. <clears throat> seems, well, that seems that seems right. You know, let's go to Taco if Bell I'm, and back. If I'm Taco Bell. I'm I'm like, hey, how do I how do I make sure I get some legendary Pokemon in this place? Yeah, for real. Hell yeah, buy a case. It would increase the food traffic by a shit ton. It, it makes it makes sense for like Nintendo or whoever, and the other person that uh, well, the developer team. I forget their name. I, f- I knew it like a day ago, but whatever it is, like if they started like marketing and selling advertisement space, which become like the the legendary or the high rated Pokemon at these locations, that would be fucking well, crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this isn't Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo outsourced outsourced the development of this game to well, someone else. Well, it's not now. it's not a Nintendo franchise. Uh, Pokemon is Game Freak. Oh yeah. So this is I. Uh, uh, game I, Freak develops it, but Nintendo owns the property. I don't think they do. I think they do. I'm pretty sure they do. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I would be interested to know what cut Nintendo gets of this money because. Uh, I'm sure they at least co-own it because there's a lot of uh, Pokemon-related items at World of Nintendo. Well, I'm sure because Nintendo has the games. But I just yeah. wonder where the IP sits. Like, who owns the majority of the IP? I swore it was Game Freak. I might be wrong in that, but I don't know. Either way, it's weird. So, anyway, uh, Settled Falcon says, All of you at least should try the Sony B- VR before you label it as a gimmick. Don't judge the book. I never, I never labeled it as. They're a not talking thing. to you. They're talking to me and Drew. Uh, Owned okay. by the Pokemon Company. That's what I thought. But now, listen. The owners of the Pokemon Company are Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures, whatever Creatures is. So it's okay. not. Solely Says it was owned. established. It was established. It's a company that's responsible for marketing and licensing the Pokemon franchise. It was established through joint investment by the three businesses holding the copyright on Pokemon: Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. Okay, so it's not wholly owned by Nintendo. No. Yeah. Okay. I would be very interested to know how much Nintendo gets from this game. Never heard of Creatures before. I'm curious what I've they heard do. the name, but Game Freak is always the one that's been like the the forefront. Well, they're the ones that developed the game. Yeah. Because they made another um, game recently. What, Game Freak? Yeah. Creatures yeah, produces the trading cards and toys, there as well as developing many video games. Interesting. That's one of those things I bet Nintendo wish they'd have sunk all their money into. <laughs> uh, Sam says, South Park, the stick of truth is hilarious and a blast to play. Any similar game y'all went back to and realized you missed out on big time? Mm. A long uh, time ago, it was Dragon Age. I thought you played that at launch. I did not. No, I bought that game about two months before Dragon Age 2 came out. Oh, God. You don't know what I you got missed. The, yeah, I got the Ultimate Edition that came with all the DLC. The first Dragon Age is still the best, and if you argue otherwise, you're wrong. I will say that the story in the first Dragon Age, Dragon Age Origins, has the best story. Um, I don't think it is the best Dragon Age. Oh, I do. By far. As far as gameplay goes. Come on, man. That gameplay was fucking a slog. Well, the gameplay is, it's a different game. It's not an action game. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot more 
strategy than action. Uh, Dra- Dragon Age Two was a lot more action than strategy. I hate yeah. Dragon Age Two. Mm-hmm. I really like Dragon Age Two. Uh, I poop on that game. I've never been able to finish it. I've tried three times. I don't think the story is as good, um, but I think Dragon Age Two. I, I liked the combat in it. I thought it was fun. Well, it wasn't even the story. It was basically the game recycling itself constantly. Oh, the lack God. of content there was, was like the major three enemy, problem. There's like three enemy variants in that game. And then basically the same exact dungeon layout for like 16 quests. It's, uh, and that game, that game was a That game was a huge me. disappointment. I still like Inquisition. That was a good game. Inquisition was a great game. Yeah. That was absolutely fantastic. Disappointment. Uh, wrong direction for the series, but sure. Hey. Shut your mouth. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> he <laughs> dislikes Inquisition. You dislike Shinmo. So you know what? You uh, uh, he's not going to get any hate for hating Inquisition, though. you got to troll the right games, okay? Well, I mean, I, I give very good reasons for hating Inquisition before. I'm not going to go back into it again. Hey, I give good reasons for hating Shinmo. No. Don't judge no. me. No. no. You just don't like my reasons. That's what it hey, is. You, you don't make sense, Ken. You Suzuki's overrated. It. He might be. He's very highly rated, so he might be very well overrated. But he still made a monumental game that had a lasting impact on the game industry forever. Yeah, it was called Virtua Fighter. Snap! That, that actually works against your point, saying that he's overrated then. No, I still think he's overrated, because that's the only game he ever games. made that was worth a damn. Nah, it's just <laughs> factually incorrect. In the annals of history, you are incorrect, sir. In the annals of history, I'm 100% correct. Well, that's... You kind of like it up there, so I, I don't, you know that. You know, I've well, never been up there. Let's so go back a couple podcasts and talk about what you were talking about. We'll see. His, uh, yeah, I, I see you've done your research. Now you know what it's about. Yeah, good. Yeah, I like to inform people. You know, I knowledge is power, there. kids. Knowledge is power. If you want to tweet at us, tweet at us at N4G Podcast, and we'll talk about things. Why, why the silence? I was waiting to see who was going to say something. <laughs> I do that sometimes just to see, just to get a reaction. Now nah, everyone else is muted. It's just me and you here now. Yeah, Drew mutes the whole show. I do. He does. <laughs> and Jason only talks when he's talking about his games. Holy shit, Jason's here. Yeah, he's still here. Jason, yeah. talk to us. Tell us, What's tell up? us that you're alive. Yes. I am alive. Um, Let me see here. Uh, uh Ken, did you... uh? On last week's episode, did you talk about Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition? I think we talked about it off the show. I don't think we talked about it on the show, did we? I can't remember. I, you and John were gushing about it. I'm not sure if that was on the show, but you guys definitely talked about it. Oh yeah, that's a that's a beautiful piece it, of cinema. It, it makes it makes a bad movie even longer. So you know. <sighs> <That's really good. laughs> so, so what, what what do you think of it, Ken? I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. I thought it uh, it made sense of a lot of the things that were not sensible in the first movie. Yeah. And why they cut out that scene with Lex at the end, I will never understand. It was three seconds long. That's a huge piece of that story that they just cut out. Totally you think stupid. they did it on purpose just for the Ultimate Edition? I don't know. I don't know why they cut a lot of the stuff out of that movie that they did and didn't cut out stu- stuff that uh, should have been cut out. Well, regardless of the, the mixed reviews that game uh, that movie got, it did pretty well in the box office, didn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure the Blu-ray will do really well because of all the people gushing over it. Yeah, and maybe maybe it really is like a cynical attempt to make people buy the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, uh, the only the only credit I give to Zack Snyder is that he did not uh, 
he did not retort to all the people giving him shit online. He just kept saying, wait for the ultimate edition. That's the one I wanted to make. I should tweet at him and say, this movie still sucks balls. <laughs> and I'm going to do that right now. Where's Jack Snyder at? He's not He's not going to pay attention to you. You're nobody. It don't matter. You're not Zack Snyder. He'll read it. You didn't he'll, make read. Su- he'll know. You didn't make Sucker Punch. And oh. right, right before he goes to sleep, he'll think about it. And he'll just cry in his bed at night on his giant pillow made of $100 bills. Yep, on you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, not Jack Snyder. I know, I know. I'm looking for him. I'm Jack guessing the one Snyder. with twelve followers is not the real one. I I, I have to say I watched <laughs> uh, I watched Ten Cloverfield Lane the other night. Yeah, that movie fucked itself up in the last fifteen minutes. Did he I kind of like that movie. No, he didn't do that. Oh, I like that movie until the last fifteen minutes. I'm not gonna don't don't say anything because if somebody hasn't seen yeah, it, yeah, obviously I haven't seen it. But it's kind I, of a big deal what will. happens in the, like that movie changes in the last fifteen minutes, and I'm like, wow, you just fucked up this really creepy movie. But see, I, I my friend had the same sentiment, but what my argument or my reasoning is that how else would you have ended it in that particular way? How would it be different? I I would have continued on the story that they built for the first ninety minutes. See, but that's the whole thing. The whole the the building of the story is that you don't know what the story is for the ninety minutes. I wanted to know. It, more... it keeps going back and forth between different ideas. But I wanted to know. See, I didn't want to know what was going on outside. I wanted to know more about creepy John Goodman because that was that was some fucking. Stellar. Oh, John Goodman's performance, though. Oh, that that's acting. that acting oh, in that God. movie is stellar. He yeah. is just whoo. He deserved an award for that. God damn. So, yeah, he. I always thought he was a good actor. You should see yeah. this movie because you. you've never seen Goodman like this. Whew. Um, I okay, mean, BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how you the, might feel about I didn't him. ask you to click on it. The, the way John Goodman is acting, you'll never believe. <laughs> you just click on my Goodman links. discovered five secrets while making this movie. You'll never believe what they are. I'll tell you one thing. It was a shit ton better than the other movie with, that bears that name. Uh, oh, the original? Ugh. I thought the original was okay, too. Ugh. I liked it. That movie is just awful. Awful, awful, awful. I wouldn't say it was awful, but it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <sighs> it wasn't amazing, but I thought it was fine. Uh, I do not I like that. I could go the rest of my life without seeing it again. But... You sh- and you should. Anyway. Uh, oh, wait. Hold up. Before, anyone watch the Warcraft movie? No, I, I want to see I it. Did. I will probably see it when it comes out on Blu-ray because my wife plays that game, and I'm sure she'll want to watch it. Yeah, how do what do you think, Jason? Um, Jessica and I saw it. Um, my wife she she has no uh, Warcraft experience whatsoever, mm-hmm. but she does like uh, she likes fantasy movies. Okay, and as a fantasy movie, um, it was decent. Um, yeah, it was it wasn't great. Um, I think it had some pacing issues. Um, There were like long sections of the movie that were kind of just real low key. And then, and then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden this like character appears or this uh, uh, situation happens that's supposed to be like this really epic and important thing, but it kind of comes out of nowhere and there's like really no build up to whatever it's supposed to be. So it has no, right. it has no, uh, I don't know, uh, gravitas to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, 
I think both my wife and I agree that the best character in the movie was the uh, was the the main orc character. Ah, uh, uh, Dur- Durtan. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was definitely well well created. Uh, the CG work and everything was kind of um, is was good overall, but there were some parts. I think a lot of the custom design and stuff like that was flawed. They tried to make it maybe look a little too closer to the game to make it you know seem like decent in a lot of ways. But having known knowing a lot of the lore of the Warcraft franchise, or well, I guess the World of Warcraft franchise, uh, it was cool to see like these characters come to life. And I got a lot of references and stuff like that, which made the movie more enjoyable. But people told me that this movie was terrible, and definitely wasn't terrible. It was fine. The internet yeah. will tell you everything is terrible. That's that's the internet. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if something is okay or decent, yeah. all of a sudden it must be horrible. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. because it be because it's not the it's not the greatest thing ever, so it has to be horrible. Um, that's part I, of my I, trolling on Shinmu. <laughs> it, it, it truly is. Like I, I do it mostly out of a joke because yeah. people treat yeah. it like it's the greatest thing ever since sliced bread. And I thought it was a very mediocre game. So, right. Yeah, but uh, I, I will say this about the Warcraft movie: um, I thought it had probably the coolest magical special effects I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, there's just, some spectacular effects. Just because the way the the magic is implemented, like you would at, you. Would, like the uh, whenever like someone would do a spell, it was like a magical like circular gif like glyph that would like like come out of their arms and stuff like that. It was very um, Doctor Strange esque from like hmm. the comics. Interesting. So I'm thinking that Doctor Strange, when that movie comes out, will have like a very similar um, magic spells. So the Warcraft movie. So, <laughs> and uh, Doctor Strange is coming out pretty soon too. I'm looking forward to that as well. Is that this year yeah. or is that next year? Yeah, it's this yeah. year. This year, yeah. okay. Yes, yeah, in uh, November. So we're getting two per year now from each company, right? I think um, so. Well, next year, next year's Justice League and Wonder Woman from DC, and then Black Panther, and what's the other Marvel next year? Is it? Um. Actually, Guardians, uh, of, the Guardians, of, the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. Too. Oh, looking forward I, to that one too. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, me going into super mode. Actually, <laughs> um, enlighten us, sir. Actually, it's Guardians of the Galaxy two in spring. Midsummer will be Spider Man Homecoming. Ooh, yes. And then the fall will be um, Thor three Ragnarok. Jesus Christ. Marvel. Yeah. God, then, see this is this is why it's so intimidating to me because as somebody who's so far behind, I will never catch up. I will I've never yeah, What's, what's the last movie you watched, Ryan? The last Marvel movie that yeah, I watched? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think order-wise, probably the first Thor. Holy wow. shit, you're wow. so far behind. Yeah. I know. That's just, the point. Just go watch. You have yet to see Avengers, movie. haven't you? None no, none of the Avengers movies. None of the Captain America movies. You should uh, you should just go watch Deadpool because that has nothing to do with the other movies and it's fucking right. amazing. It's right. Yeah, it's I want to see that because I'm I'm a big fan of the the comics Deadpool. Oh, it's so um, good. So I'm I'm really I do want to see that. That's the best Marvel non Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's... I still had time to keep up with comics. Cable Deadpool was one of the 
series that I always made sure did to pick see, up. Did you see the <clears throat> the movie poster for the sequel? No. It is brilliant. Is it? Yeah, like oh, it's so it's called Deadpool number 2. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. There is no cable in Deadpool just FYI. Yeah, not yet. No, that's fine. I... They keep talking about who they want to cast and I think the guy from Avatar was the perfect casting for Cable. He's good. Uh, but the yeah. other guy from Hellboy is doing a push. For oh, him. Ron Perlman? He would be, he'd be good, too. He actually. would be a good Cable. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves that. He'd be an old-ass Cable. That's fine. Cable, and, you know. He's fine. And he also knows how to pull off uh, humor pretty well. He does. Yeah. I mean, he's fantastic in the Hellboy movies. He's so. great in Blade too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I well, like he's just Perlman. a good actor in general. Yeah, I loved him in Sons of Anarchy. Like, he mm-hmm. was fantastic in that show. I, I hope he gets the role. I think when it comes to actors who are really passionate about the role they want to get, like, for example, if you think about all the holes and loops that Ryan Reynolds had to go through to get the, the second shot at Deadpool that he got, and, I mean, he came through, you know? Oh, yeah, his, he was, his, himself, he was like, perfect for that character. Yeah, he he stole that that costume at the end of the filming of that movie. He deserves it. <laughs> it was no so, one's going to try to take it away from him. It was so depressing to see him as Wade Wilson in that in that uh, Wolverine movie. Nah, that's, that that movie just doesn't exist. Yeah, so. like it was so depressing to see him in that because I'm like he is just not getting what no. he deserves for that character. <sighs> But, okay, well, a lot of exciting. There was, there movies. was a nice little jab to that in that movie. Though. No, there was like the 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 action figure. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. He yeah, also jabbed the, ti- the timing of that is perfect. He also jabbed in the fucking Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Just don't put me in a green suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think there's there's way too many fucking superhero movies coming out. That shit's. It's it's the mainstream now, boys. Nerd nerd culture mainstream. Yeah. The thing is, is like I don't think anybody really reads comic books anymore. Why would you? I, I read some, um. Some of them are really good. I no, still they're really some. good, but that's not <laughs> like these movies are not for those people anymore. You know, a perfect example. Uh, I saw I read a tweet online saying that you know they're, they're showing early screenings of Ghostbusters. Okay. And they said that the Ghostbusters proton packs have always been something that that basically holds a ghost in place while they trap it. Right. And apparently in this new reboot, they can just shoot ghosts and they kind of just dissipate. And I'm like, well, that's a load of crap. And then, then I thought, hey, I've seen this before. The Ghostbusters comic book, which is supposed to be a sequel to Ghostbusters 2, the, the, a rival company to the Ghostbusters comes in and they're, they're shooting they, – they, they steal schematics for proton packs. And they make their own proton packs, but that they just zap a ghost and they die. They don't actually die, and it becomes like a world catastrophe thing. And I'm like, yeah, maybe they should actually read the source material before they. Or start maybe it. that's their plan for the next one. Maybe. Maybe they are reading the source material. <clears throat> well, well, not the fans, the people who wrote it, more than likely. Oh. The fans I, are always going to bitch about everything. I, I'm still holding my judgment on the Ghostbusters until I see it. Yeah, I won't see I that see it. until it comes. I'm not going to the theater to see that. No, 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 me neither, but I'll, I'll watch I, it. I will be going to the theater to watch it because my girlfriend thinks it looks hilarious. I, there's only one more movie that's coming out this year that I will go to the theater to see, and it comes Suicide out in Squad. less than a month. Yep. Oh, yeah. I will definitely be seeing Suicide Squad. That movie, I am super stoked for that movie. Yep. Heck yeah. Exciting. 
Everything Sadly, that I've heard from the only uh, other movie that I'll see probably this year in the theater is Secret Life of Pets. That's because you have a child. Yeah. I can't take my kid to the theater. Are they too loud to run? <laughs> he just he won't sit there for two hours. If, what if the movie's good? Doesn't matter. Don't matter. Nope. Oh, it's terrible. Nope. He uh he will just not sit there for two hours. Just ain't gonna happen. So. <laughs> What are you going to do? I give him Netflix. <laughs> which, he has discovered Pee-wee's Playhouse, and he is... Nice! He is obsessed. Yep. Every time I walk in the living room, he's like, you know what the secret word is? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> then he'll tell me, and then he'll scream. Yeah. Oh, it's taking me back. Oh, Pee-wee. <laughs> yeah, my, my son's current... Ab- uh, obsession on Netflix is the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh god, my, yeah. my kid went through that wow. about a year ago. Oh my god, that's when he started saying Arrivederci to everybody when he'd leave. <laughs> 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 oh man, he 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 wore that show out. Show him Ducktales. It's, it's a quality not, it's show. Not on Netflix. Jacob yeah. uh, Jacob's seen Ducktales. He's not. He can't get into it. Really? He'll watch an episode or so, but then it's not, he's not all that into it. What about Dark he was into Duck? Justin, he was into Justin Time for a while, but he can, he doesn't get into the, the a lot of the old cartoons that I thought he'd get into. Yeah, mm. I can't I can't get my kid to watch Transformers, like, at all. Like, he has zero interest in watching Transformers. Yeah, the original animated cartoon thing? Yeah. Yeah, he that's going to be a hard sell. He keeps wanting to watch Star Wars, and I just don't know if I'm ready to show him the real movies. Because they're kind of violent, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you might want to wait on that. So I'm holding off on that, you know? But, yeah, he, he's he got a big interest in, in Star Wars. Like, he loves the Lego games and stuff like that. Mm. So. Very good. Yeah. But, yeah, he won't. How, how old were you when you saw Star Wars? It, it, yeah, I wasn't that old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing is everybody's like, ah, I don't want my kids playing those games. I'm like, yeah, I played Doom when I was like fucking seven. Yeah, and I get that, but it's different when you have a kid. Yeah. It's it's very different. Like, you look at it and you go, for me, I understand it because my parents were very old. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was a kid, I just did whatever I wanted. Uh, yeah, mom, I, I was kind of the same way. So, and you know, I look back on it, and I'm like, man, if I was my parents, I totally wouldn't let me play fucking Doom when I was like ten. <laughs> yeah, because I played I played <laughs> Doom when I was a kid, yeah. like a little kid, and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, I didn't know what the fuck Nazis were, but I knew I was going to shoot them. Dude, my parents used to drop me off at the arcade to play Mortal Kombat. Okay, I, <laughs> yeah, that's not stuff I should have been seeing when I was that age. Decapitation at the babysitting. Yeah, so I try to be a little better about it. I'm sure he could handle it, like I was explaining to my wife the other day. She's like, there's a lot of things in Pee-wee's Playhouse that maybe he shouldn't see. I'm like, yeah, but it's going over his head. He's recognizing Screeny and Cherry and, you know, Conky. What, what, what in Pee-wee's Playhouse would not be good for a kid? There's a lot of cleavage on the women. Um... <laughs> There, there is. Like I was watching it, I'm like, wow, that's uh, yeah, that's you a- just. You should just get it out of the way. Just explain to him how it all works. <laughs> just sit him, sit him in front of the TV, and just play a nice round of Senran Kagura with him. Okay. Oh yeah, just, that's just a- introduce him to it gently as possible. Let him know what all the ninja chicks are doing, why their clothes are just ripping off. Sure. And that'll Remember, that'll, that'll you, get him. That in seems it. like a great idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I that's, should write a book about this, honestly. That's but. a fantastic learning experience. If you hit yeah. women, their clothes will come off. Yeah. 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 Use that when you grow up and get married. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it ought to be it ought to be like given away as a free copy in every sex ed class. Honestly, I mean, yeah, yeah, frankly, good, it's just an idea. educational tool. Yeah, we're the, just not making use uh, of. America's not fucked up enough as it is. Let's teach our kids domestic abuse. Good idea. Yeah, terrific. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're still recording. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, we've come to that we've come to that age where we don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty much there. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Yep. But the world's a different place. It is. It's not the 80s anymore. No, it where is. Where tons of cleavage could be shown on children's television. No, that's, no. We don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. He's, he's watching some show on there the other day. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called High Five. No. And, like, I have not seen it. They're all Australian. Mm hmm. And it was just, it's weird. Let me guess, there's five of them? No, there's not. There's four of them, which makes what? it even more fucked up. What is it called? High five. Then? I don't know. I haven't seen enough of it to know. Like I just have. Did they give them high five? Well, I mean, I don't. That makes me kind of mad. I'm going to be honest. I like it, sitting here. That makes me mad. Well, they're they're Australians, so they're obviously already criminals. So well, what, what threw what threw me things are doing. what threw me off is I walked in to the living room and there was an Asian girl on the TV and she had an Australian accent and it just threw me off. Well, that's yeah. weird, man. That, and Frank. I was I was like, what are you watching? And then he told me, and I'm like. I had to go look it up. I'm like, wow, this is a weird show. Bunch of puppets. Oh, it's puppets. Well, there's people and puppets. Okay. So, it's nah, weird. Just go watch a YouTube video. It's really weird. Just, just sit down in front of Sesame Street. Like Sesame Street? He did that when he was little. He's well beyond Sesame Street. Yeah. Sesame is Street. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Sesame Street know gets out, outgrown fast. Yeah, Sesame Street was my kids like two to three. Yeah. Okay. And then he kind of got tired. He was like, ah, I don't watch it. Like, I don't need to count to 10. I can do that. I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine, like, Disney stuff. I mean, when I was a kid's age, I was like, you know, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck. He watches, DuckTales. He watches a show called Good Luck Charlie. That's not familiar. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like a TV show. I don't know. He's watching yeah, it's like, like a sitcom kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a Nickelodeon thing, isn't it? Or Disney thing. Yeah, it's Disney. See, I don't yeah. even know what's on Disney anymore. Do they even show? Does the, 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 the Saturday morning cartoons still happen? I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, when you've got you got channels now like Disney Junior and Nick Junior that just show cartoons all the time. So that's true. I just it's load not like up one time a day when cartoons are available. I gave yeah. him his own login to Netflix, which is just the kids channel. Yep. Right. So he just goes through there and picks what he wants to watch, and he discovered Pee Wee on his own. Oh, okay. cool. Which I thought was cool, but it's funny when he was like, you know what that guy, like the first time I caught him watching it, he's like, you know what that guy's name is? I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Let me sit him down in front of the Ernest movies. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I liked Ernest uh, when I was a kid. There's, there's, there's a lot of violence. In yeah, there's a lot. He's a, he's a very physical comedian. That's. Yeah. I mean, my kid would think it was hilarious. He's like, look at him. He got punched in the face. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> anyway. I guess we just grew up in a different time. We did. Oh, it's very different now. Seriously, yeah. if, you, if you ever have kids, Drew, it, you will be a lot more like you shouldn't see that kind of person. I turned out all right, I guess. You did, but <laughs> you get you don't know what it is till you actually have one. You get very protective of what they see. Oh, that's true. I'm yeah. I'm more lenient than than my wife is, but I'm still very hardcore on what he actually sees. 
Man, so I don't, let me, I, so well, here, here's the other question. Are you more afraid of him seeing sexual stuff or violence? I'm about 50-50. Yeah. You know, I don't want him to see either about the same. Yeah. I'm, Has he uh, seen uh, B.B.'s Big Adventure? Yeah, he watched the movie. He even watched the new one. Oh, wow. I was going to say Large Marge pretty much scarred me for my entire childhood. Yeah, I was kind of – he watched the new one, which isn't as bad. I, I actually liked it. I watched it too. Yeah, it was. I watched it when it when it went up. I was like, "It's all right." Do we lose? Yeah. Some, I think we lost somebody. Did we? We lost. Drew. Did we? We oh. lost Drew. Drew's dead again. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, fuck it." Somebody... Oh, he's back. Is he? Drew. Oh. oh. What happened? You you got lost there for a minute. Oh. But you said he watched the what now? The new Pee Wee movie. Yeah, but he said you even he even watched the something. I, th- I, was, I was thinking yeah, he watched the, uh, the Large Mars without freaking out. Yeah, he yeah. watched. The, he was like, yeah, whatever. Ah, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, it's it still haunts me. Like if I see it today, I'm like, oh. That and Christopher <laughs> Lloyd and fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Well, yeah, that's that oh, movie. Is, that movie's a little more adult than you remember. <laughs> this is true, but I mean, I loved it when I was a kid. Holy shit, yep. man! That judge, man. A lot That's of the stuff the that we, truthfully, a lot of the stuff that we worry about, the kids aren't going to understand anyway. Yeah. And, mm. and I think about that sometimes. I'm like, he probably doesn't even get that. And somebody died again. It was Drew again. <laughs> was it Drew? He's still I, um, there. Oh no, he's dead. I actually talked my um, my mom and dad to take me to see uh, the original RoboCop in the theater when it came out. Boy. Oh. That's a little rough. You know, you know what movie terrified me in the theater when I was a kid. I had to turn around in the theater. Was the uh, the Never Ending Story? Oh man, the 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 darkness creature or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. dude, all that shit was scary. Yeah, the, the dark crystal used to creep me out. That oh, still man. creeps me out. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's the dark crystal. Um, Jessica and and I not too long after we got married, we watched the Dark Crystal. And we were just so happily eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's this part, probably about a third of the way into the movie, where all the uh, the evil demonic uh, Skeksis, uh, they were all like eating this feast, and it was like the most disgusting like feast eating ever. And it looked like they were eating fried chicken. <laughs> and I <laughs> I immediately lost interest in eating, and I'm just like I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was eating dinner with my wife one night, and we were flipping through the cable channels, and she's like, "Oh look, Brokeback Mountain's on." I've always wanted oh to my see God. that. So we flipped it on, and it just happened to be at that scene. Oh really? Boy. And I was like, "Okay, I can't. No, not during dinner. No." The um, I remember Willow. Some of the things in Willow used to scare Dude, the shit out of me. That those the, trolls and the shit. Trolls when he like did the spell on the. Tr- oh God, that's that's nasty. Yeah, going back and watching that now, and like you know that part where he's like, "You hear that?" and he's like, "Sounds like trolls." And I was like, "Okay, I'm getting flashbacks here." Whenever I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, it's some of that stuff will scar you for life, man. That's yeah. why you gotta. That's why you gotta let you gotta watch what your kids watch. <laughs> the thing is, those were for kids. Those oh. were for kids. Well, they were for '80s kids. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make they don't make kids like if you've seen uh, you probably haven't seen it but if you've seen children's programming now it's yeah. a lot different than it was back then yeah it is whoo no. I don't know hey 
Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is still rated PG. Figure that out. That's true. true. <laughs> PG-13 was introduced after Gremlins, I believe? Oh, it was I, around. I, just I nobody. think it was Pol- Poltergeist. Was Poltergeist the one that made it do it? Yeah, because, I mean, that movie's rated PG, rated PG, and it has a d- dude ripping his own face off in the movie. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's a lot Which of... freaked me out. Holy crap. Yeah, PG was different in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, anyway, we should probably wrap this up. Parental guidance suggested they, yeah, a, a par- dude ripping his face off. A parental yeah. guidance recommended. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how, how, how am I as a parent going to guide my child on some dude ripping his own face off? I'm going to guide him out of the room while we're yeah. watching this. Guide my hands <laughs> over his eyes. Ugh. That part still freaks me out. It's a freaky movie. Dude, Poltergeist is a creepy fucking movie. At the same yeah. time, it's a hilarious movie. Like, There's multiple scenes in that movie that are freaking hilarious. Probably if you're half drunk. <laughs> nah, nah. There, I mean, it was it was weird. That movie is so strange. The first Poltergeist is mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like part comedy, part horror movie. Yeah. And then the second one just went straight horror. Like if you remember in the second one when he's drinking that tequila and yeah. he, he drinks the oh. water and then he vomits out half that fucking zombie that, thing. That that old guy had the face of the old man. Yeah, and then it crawls up under the bed, and I was like, okay, I'm not sleeping tonight. Oh, good. Good. Let's have nightmares. Yay. Oh, God. Because it it looked over at him and gave him this evil smile. Yeah, and it winked at him. Ugh. God, scary. Poltergeist is fantastic. Anybody see that new one? It's terrible. Don't watch it. Is it terrible? I have not seen it. Huge disappointment. Try to to compare it to the old ones. That's the problem. No, just just from like a horror movie standpoint, it's cliche. It's not scary at all. Well, a lot Um, of the movies back in the day were cliche and not scary at all. We just have fond memories of them because we watched them when we were five. Right. True story. (laughs) Well, yeah, to some degree, but those are the olden days when a lot of the tropes and stuff like that were being made. Who remembers remembers the Freddy Krueger movie where he was like puppeting the guy by his veins? I mean, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, that was was Dream Warriors. Those those, those movies are campy and creative. Oh, man. Let me me tell you something, though. The first Nightmare on Elm Street is still fucking creepy. Yep. Like when he's walking down that alley and his arms stretch all across the alley. That's yeah. fucking, that's a creepy fucking moment right there. Yeah, and you can't even really see him. He looks like a silhouette with like two like seven foot long arms with nail like <sighs> scraping yeah. across the walls. Yeah, it's a really that... good monster design. The, something that can kill you in your dreams, and if you go to sleep, you die. And everyone has to go to sleep, so that's what made it so horrifying. Um, you know, you, you have all these creatures and ideas, something with, like aliens. And I think when it comes to creature design, we haven't gotten too many new ones that's like really fantastic. Well, practical effects are gone the way of the dodo, too. You know, I mean, everything's yeah. CG now. One of the best horror movies that still exists is The Thing. And they oh, use practical dude. effects in that. That movie is still fucking creepy to this day. Oh, favorite man. movies of all time. I watch it every Halloween, and it's still fantastic. Back when Carpenter yep. was still a genius. Yeah, I still get freaked out of the the uh, John Carpenter's movie called uh, "The Prince of Darkness." That's the one with the church. Yes, it's the one yeah. that takes place almost entirely in a church. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I've watched that one. I don't think I've seen that one. 
Oh, that, that, that one's violent as shit. Prince of <laughs> it, Darkness. It is so freaky, dude. John oh, Carpenter's really Prince of Darkness. If you could get a chance mm. to watch it, do it because I think it's I think it's a really good horror movie. Hmm. I, I remember that one. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised that I, I missed this one. I'll, I'll check it out. Definitely. They don't they don't make good horror movies a lot anymore. Um, it, I heard the new Conjuring Two is good, but I haven't seen it. I yet. heard the Witch was good. Uh, I saw the Witch. Um, it, it was it was it was interesting. It was very atmospheric um, and tense. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it was like it's amazing or anything. It's good though. Hey, uh, gentlemen, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to. Yeah, we got it. We got to. Yeah, shut we're this around the tangent. So show, yeah. yeah, Jason, if you want to do your thing, we can shut the show down. All right, in a in a blow. I can't even pronounce the word. Ab- abrupt uh, podcast ending goes something like this.